Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is the anatomy of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it's gonna be... Mad. Yeah, (laughs) it is. (laughs) Multiplied. Yeah, lots of different in lots of different ways. Yeah, with verses. <laughs> yep. From your, mean, from your favorite things. Yeah, you're not wrong. Lots of different verses. <laughs> All right, so it's finally time. Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness finally came out to theaters. Uh, official release is May sixth of twenty twenty two. Although we all know that means it came out on May fifth. <laughs> I don't know why they don't just change the release date to the day it actually comes out. Technically, it was out even earlier than that because I think there was like uh, special showings they had earlier in the week. They like Tuesday or something had they opened at the Dolby Theater. Like the official premiere was the second, so I guess it could have had other. That's those are the only ones that are reported on the like websites and whatnot. But I'm sure there was other special ones. Um, and it was directed by Sam Raimi, as a lot of people are talking about. <laughs> And written by Michael Waldron, who also wrote the Loki series from Disney+, Plus. in case anybody was wondering. And it's obviously based on the Marvel Comics characters and stories. And it had a budget of $200 million, very similar to Spider-Man No Way Home. And we only have first weekend numbers, but so far it's made just under $200 million domestic and uh, $412 million worldwide, approximately, so... So it's already more than doubled. Yeah. It's in weekend budget, one. Just yeah. in the first weekend. Yeah. It's crazy. I think I read too that it took over uh Batman's spot. The the Batman from having the highest grossing of this year. I'm not surprised. It definitely has a a larger target audience, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's just my opinion, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also I will say it was pretty hard to find like an official plot summary because a lot of them I found on the various websites that I usually consider reliable were inaccurate because they were trying to like, I don't know if they were intentionally misleading people or they weren't making assumptions. Um, yeah, they could have been summaries that they made before the movie came out and yeah. it was just them speculating. And people haven't updated them yet. So I was like, yeah. man, this is weird. So, uh, this is what I found. <laughs> Uh, In Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before, journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. I also don't necessarily think that's accurate, but it's a lot closer than the other ones, because a lot of the descriptions online say that it's the result of a spell, a forbidden spell, which... We probably spoiler alert for. I mean, no way home. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like that spell is what they were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like, that's not correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess they just assumed it was directly based off of that. What happened? Yeah. With that, I mean, which that is movie. which is fair. Not be like before you see I the mean, movie. Yeah, like, he's in that movie a few months before his movie comes out. Yeah, I guess and then they they discover yeah. or talk about the mul- they have multiverse issues in that movie. So I Yeah. Well, I mean actually, that's kind of the theme of the whole phase so far, right? Has yeah. been overall multiverse. Yeah. I totally to assumed extent. that it was going to be directly related to that. So I'm I can see why those descriptions have that 
incorrect information. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, and full disclosure for anybody, uh, we will be doing full spoilers of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I would say we are also doing spoilers to an extent of WandaVision. Because yes. I feel like this movie has a lot of ties to that Disney Plus series that came out. Correct. Uh, and it's very good. So if you have not watched WandaVision and you don't want to get those kind of things spoiled. Yes. And then also, in case it wasn't obvious, indirectly, Spider-Man No Way Home, there will be some spoiler... Yeah, probably. ...comments. Yeah. So, <laughs> now's your chance. If you have not seen all of those things and you haven't seen this movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, you should probably walk away, go watch it, and then come yeah. back after so you can listen to us dissect yeah. it. And some other multiverse you could... Have listened to this before seeing the movie and not be spoiled, but right. not but this not one. Not this one, yeah. <laughs> first things first, it's probably not nearly as important in this one, but I we typically have been starting out with when does this take place in comparison to Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? So, <sighs> I'm you know, every movie, every show, I'm starting to feel like they are intentionally being vague about timelines. Like, they let you know it is after Endgame, but, mm-hmm. like, they're very vague about when. Yes. And I feel like they're doing that intentionally so that they don't have to, like, concrete say that something is within a certain time frame in case they want to adjust or tweak anything. Yeah. I also um, feel like they might be kind of, like, trying to distance the new material from Endgame. Um, mm-hmm. because there's probably going to be another new endgame type event at the end of this Eventually, phase. yeah. I yeah. think we'll get a few phases where it's just kind of... We'll get some new character introductions. We'll, we'll kind of assemble an idea that they need to work together, and yeah. then we'll get that eventually. But I don't think they're going to just... This year, we're going to find out what they're going to assemble for. No, no, yeah. I agree. So, I mean, it, it just based off, like, what No Way Home had, it was around holiday 2024. We've we've figured it based off everything going on in that yes. movie. Uh, this clearly takes place after, because he, Doctor Strange, even references yes. the events of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. No Way Home. Yes. Uh, of course, without the name. Of course. Peter Parker. Yeah, nobody knows he that He didn't is. know who Spider-Man was. Yeah. Or where Webb came from. Yeah. Um, so I posited that since there's no snow around in New York City, it would be reasonable to assume it as at least spring um, in New York City. Uh, it could be later, but also there's uh, some other articles online reference that uh, some characters are wearing jackets and things like that. So um, one character is wearing a jacket, but... <laughs> Um, Such a vague reason to it, like. Well, it's like it, I guess it can get hot in New York City. I okay. I feel like it's probably not hot compared to where we're from. Yeah. But so you think you think Marvel's paying for a a meteorologist to yeah <laughs> to help establish what kind of clothing people would wear during time frames of I don't think you need a meteorologist for that. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I think that a reasonable a weather guess, historian. I don't know. I think a reasonable guess would be that it takes place. Uh, sometime in the spring of 2025. Um, but then you also brought up that there's uh, another reason. Ha- there's another property that we can associate it to. We think it probably takes place after Shang-Chi. Yeah, which kind of fucks my whole idea of when that movie took place. Because, <laughs> But then I still stand behind the evidence of that movie. So I don't know. It's <laughs> This is where I'm talking where it's like I feel like yeah. they're being vague on purpose. Yeah. 
and they could just be there was a fuck up and like yeah. it, it is what it is something isn't <laughs> directly where it should be but it whatever they just yeah. kind of scoot past it um but yeah i feel like this has to be after shang chi because we do see wong at some point pop out pop in with uh that i don't know what it was called but the it, dagger a, rope type yes weapon yeah that we saw being used in shang chi mm-hmm. and uh i have to imagine that was something that he just kind of like started to learn mm-hmm. since the events of being in that like a uh, black market yeah the ring, underground fight uh, ring yeah the, and madripoor whatever it was yes yeah because who used the uh who used that weapon specifically shang chi's sister oh who right. ran the whole thing yes so, that's, I don't know. Just kind true. of, like, tie-ins to that. Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm kind of going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that's kind of where I would go with that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that's really it, right? We don't have, like, yeah. a, a very obvious when this takes place. No. I guess we know it takes place after WandaVision. Yeah. Which definitely. we know takes place after Endgame. Yes. So, we can roughly say... And that was, like, I guess, what, like, a few weeks after Endgame, supposedly? Yeah. yeah. Like, a couple months at most. Mm-hmm. I think so. Based on the little bit of evidence we've been able to find, we're, we're going to roughly say between a year to two years after Endgame is what we're looking at. Well, like you said, too, at some point we'll probably not even have to worry about when something takes place past Endgame. Right. Yeah. Because the events will have nothing to do with those. Right. But so far, I feel like it kind of does. So far, they still seem a little bit related. That's true. So let's get into some of the characters. Obviously, we have Doctor Strange, uh, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. That is his real name. Yeah. As far as we know. It's not Bobby Bobby Pin Cucumber. <laughs> is, that a, is that a deep reference there's or something? There's like, no, there's like a bunch of fucking stuff online that's like, it doesn't matter how you say Bobby Pin Cucumber's name, you already know who I'm talking about. Like, you just say a random B word and a random C word. Oh, I've never heard that <laughs> or seen that. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm just not cool, I guess. I guess I just follow too many Benedict Cumberbatch things. Must be. <laughs> Or bobby pin and cucumber things. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, so he is not the Sorcerer Supreme, unfortunately. Yeah. He's still not the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. That is still the title for Wong. Yeah. Yeah, so we have a couple of different versions of Doctor Strange in this. Um, but we obviously have our, uh, our MCU Stephen Strange that we know from what we're calling the what we've been calling the prime universe but then we also learned it's called uh 616 in this and we'll talk about that a little bit later um we also see a defender strange is what people are calling him he's basically wearing a costume that is from the comic where the comic run where he he's part of the defenders um and he also becomes zombie strange (laughs) and there is also a universe 838 strange who we don't meet per se but we know about mm-hmm. um and there's also probably what if strange uh some people have re- referenced him as sinister strange yeah i've heard evil strange evil strange just, yeah anything that makes him not a, a good guy yeah strange. yeah not a good guy strange exactly <laughs> Bad guy that's strange. what we're gonna call him not yeah. a good guy strange not a good guy strange um, so yeah, there's, we'll get a little bit deeper when we start discussing plot points and whatnot, but those are the ones that we, that we met overall. Yeah. So we, we I've seen about four, mm-hmm. technically five with the zombie version. Yeah. But even though he's the same guy. Four physical bodies of yes, strange. Four physical bodies. Yes. <laughs> and of course, Dr. Strange is accompanied by 
the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. Wong, which we've established, played by Benedict Wong. Yeah. That's got to be nice, right? You just, like, you're just playing the same name. Yeah. Also, two guys named Benedict as, like, the main characters. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm starting to think they were just like, you know what, let's just make a movie about people named Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also have a, a new character, America Chavez, played by Sochi Gomez. She is kind of like very unceremoniously in, introduced in this. Um, I mean, we're just kind of thrown right in with her, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, there's this person that that's with Defender Strange and mm-hmm. they're running from whatever. But uh, she's revealed to be a girl who has uh, a power to jump between multiverses. She creates these star-shaped portals to travel between universes, um, and, but she can't control it. And so that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Um, and we learn that she's being pursued because someone is after her power. Yeah. Presumably a demon or something like that. Yes. Creepy mummy demon creature is who we meet initially. Yeah. We have Wanda, who plays Scarlet Witch, played by Elizabeth Olsen, who's, we know from being an Avenger. Yes. Part of WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just continue her arc in this. Mm -hmm. And she actually is the big bad i guess i can say because this is all spoilers yes uh, which was a real surprise to me because Same. you know early on i'm like oh i bet you she's gonna be bad in this she's gonna be bad and then i slowly started turning my opinion to no they're not gonna do that because they already kind of did it with wandavision and mm-hmm. now they're gonna just make her appear to be evil in right. this and then she's not but no they just they just went full throttle with her and she is the big bad of this film yeah uh which i I kind of like that they did, but I'm also surprised because I don't know how they're going to, you know, it just, she can't come back, right? Like, she's not, she's no longer going to be an Avenger, obviously. Yeah, she's not making it back on the lunchbox, As they put it, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just, like, too much blood has been spilled, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say, right? And I just, I think that was a really bold move for them to do with a character who's perceived as, like, a good guy mm-hmm. through the MCU. Yeah, and she was a really well-liked character as mm-hmm. well, generally speaking, at least recently. Um, I was pretty surprised they went full full Scarlet Witch with her without having some other ulterior or uh, alternate being uh, related to her going crazy. Like, I was thinking maybe there'd be another creature or entity that was either controlling her or mm-hmm. feeding well, her rage... We haven't, like, they didn't give, like, a direct, like, oh, well, she was being controlled. But, like, they have referenced multiple times throughout the movie, like, how the Darkhold, which is the, the book of the yes. damned. Yes. Nice reference to uh, Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. They do kind of reference how that book kind of, it, it kind of corrupts the person yes. who touches it and reads it, right? Yes. It's, you know, we got the, the third eye situation with Sinister Strange or... Not a good guy, strange, whatever we're calling them these yeah, days. Yeah, not a good guy. You know, <laughs> and then later, of course, we get it with uh, our strange. Well, spoilers. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, and we'll obviously we'll talk about the eye a little bit more later. Yeah. But I do kind of feel like they haven't necessarily directly said that she was under some kind of uh, influence, but I feel like they've kind of done the same thing with Loki where they, he was like a bad guy. And then they were yeah. like, oh, well, he was being controlled by the the gem right yeah and so that's why he was like that he's actually a good guy and like they can kind of retroactively do that kind of shit if they want to later on fill in those 
those pieces. I was hoping for something. They, they did make it very clear that this book was created by its original, whatever. Cathan. Dark magic user. Yeah. and An old god. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was just holding out hope for somebody that maybe starts with an M. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, as much as I want to hold that dream, yeah. if you will. Yeah. As long as I want, as much as I want to dream walk or whatever the fuck they call yeah. it. Yeah, dream walk. Into a universe where Mephisto is behind everything. Yeah. You don't think it's this one? I think I may be about ready to wave the white flag. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not ready yet. I just, <laughs> I just feel like an idiot every time. You yeah. know, it's like you keep getting back with your ex-girlfriend because she says it's going to be different this time. <laughs> yeah. Or no, she doesn't even say that. No. You, You're just you like, no, it'll be different this that. time. Yeah. She's like, hey, you want to take me out for dinner? <laughs> and you're like, it's going to be different this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to... Her previous actions were all because of Mephisto. Yeah. It wasn't, though. It was just... She was just it was just her. She was just her. <laughs> so I think I am waving the flag on the Mephisto okay. thing. I all think right. I just wanted it so badly so I could justify my time spent... Figuring out how it was going Mephisto. down the Mephisto rabbit yeah, hole. It yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. But you know what they're gonna do? This is what they're gonna do. Huh. This is how Marvel's so clever now. What? They're gonna they're gonna like get everybody to just give up on the Mephisto yeah, thing. And he's gonna be And a then big later bad. on it's gonna be like some twist that it was Mephisto the, the whole, whole fucking time, time after yep. everyone turns their mind against it. Yep. That's what they're gonna That's do. That's why I'm not letting it They're go. just cockteasing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a big game. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, we also got another version of Christine Palmer with much redder hair. I mean, we had two versions, technically. Well, I said another, Yeah, right? okay. Yeah, We well, we see the first Obviously one. Obviously, we have our prime. She's getting married. Yes. Doctor Strange is actually going He's to the wedding, the which wedding. I thought was pretty, like, I wouldn't be there. I would not go. I would not be there. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even get a gift. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm too good for you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that there's that are the one we're accustomed to, and then we have a new Christine Palmer in the universe dubbed eight three eight, who um, works for the Baxter Foundation, which we'll talk about because that's a little bit of an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. And with that eight three eight universe, we also have the Illuminati, right? Mm-hmm. So this I think was heavily rumored for a while. Then it was an oh shit in the trailer. We we knew we were getting the Illuminati, but the question was, who were the Illuminati? Yeah. I know there was the big one. Oh, uh, Tom Cruise was going to be doing a variant of <laughs> Iron Man. Tony Stark, Iron Man. Because yeah. he was supposedly rumored to have been in the role mm-hmm. before Robert Downey Jr. I was waiting for that. But we actually never got that, did we? We did not. We did not I think that. that Marvel started that rumor to distract from what really happened. Oh, that's a... Do you think they do that? I, they have to. You think they make the rumors? 100%, yeah. They're like, I heard a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> And then somebody's head explodes. <laughs> yeah, nice callback. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that they definitely have people that start, like, that start or encourage rumors in a certain direction. Okay, they just throw out, like, a shit ton of rumors mm-hmm. to, like, get the gossip mm-hmm. spreading throughout the, like, yeah. studios. And yeah. then and then eventually the public gets it. Yeah. And then 
nobody knows what's true, so yeah. they just assume it's all true yeah. or all fake. Or, yeah, then, exactly. Okay, that's a good call. We can. We'll ask them. Okay. We'll confront them on Sounds that. Sounds good. Uh, but the Illuminati, we do have uh, Mordo, played by Carl Mordo, by the way. Oh, Carl Mordo, yeah. <laughs> played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, not Carl. <laughs> Uh, Captain Carter, played by Haley Atwell, and I think she signed a contract for like never ending the role. Oh yeah, I heard. Yeah. Okay. I think she said in an interview uh, she could do this all day or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it was nice to see her back. Like, you know, like yeah. she she played Peggy Carter in the early Captain America. Mm-hmm. She, you know, there was the What If episode where she was. Captain America, yeah. I guess Captain, Captain Carter. Carter. Yeah. So this is like a live action version of that character. Which is really crazy. Yeah. I don't think she's the same exact one though. I think she's just a Captain Carter. I don't think she's the one from What If. Okay. We got Captain Marvel, since we're talking about captains. Mm-hmm. Maria Rambo this time, not the original Monica okay. Rambo, right, who right. we've been introduced to in WandaVision. Yes. Uh, played by Lashana Lynch, who was who, she was the same person to play Maria Rambeau in the first Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess this is a eight three eight is a universe where I guess she got hit by the energy from the Tesseract. It seems that way. Not Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers. Yeah, that's why. That's what I took from it. Yeah, it seems that way. That was pretty cool to see her in a, like a variant of that. Yeah. Uh, we got Black Bolt, played by Anson Mount. Who yes. this is crazy. Yeah, this was really good. I thought this was a very surprising reveal because people hated the Inhumans show. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think it was as bad as people said it was. It was bad, but it, it, it was on par with what they were doing at the time, in my opinion. Yeah. But I was really excited to see that he came back for this. And like, I have to imagine he probably really enjoys the idea that that character, to an extent, got some kind of a redemption, mm-hmm. I guess, for fans yeah. to like enjoy him. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know, other properties where, like, someone's been hated and then they come back and now they're loved because of, like, something. Spider-Man? They, yeah, there you oh, there you go. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, I think he's going to say yeah, Andrew I, Garfield, but I didn't want to cut you off. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was thinking it, but I guess I couldn't figure out what. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that that was probably a really fun role for this guy. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I thought he looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, did he look different than he did in the show? He didn't have the helmet with the uh, fork, if you will. Okay. As Strange <laughs> The tuning fork? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was very, like, more casually dressed type. Okay. Uh, in the show. But, like, you know, again, if it's a variant, then that would explain oh, it. Yeah, totally. He's obviously more traditional in this than he was in that. Yeah. But I thought it was a really fun cameo to see. Uh, Charles Xavier, which we all knew was coming back, played by Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and he had his yellow hover chair, which is from the 90s animated series. Yeah, but I don't think this was the, the same exact universe as the animated show. I think this is just like also a variant yeah. of, but yeah, it's same not, characteristics It's of not that. the same as the animated show, not the same as the X-Men days of, like universe. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some features from both of them, but um, I agree. I think it's, it's just like a variant. Mm-hmm. And of course, he had his like you know, Xavier mojo, if you will. Yes. 
had some. I think there was a quote he had from Days of Future Past or something. He yeah, the quote he about, had some familiar stuff he did. Yeah, the quote about like stumbling, someone stumbling and losing their way. That was almost like directly taken from Days of Future Past. Hmm. Uh, and then we have, of course, probably the biggest, in my opinion, cameo reveal. Uh, Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, was revealed in this. Yeah, this in was this universe. An oh shit moment. Yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah. Who was heavily rumored to be playing this character mm-hmm. for for the longest time. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Was he cast as a cameo for the fun of the rumor? Or does this imply that he is going to be the character in the Fantastic Four movie? I can't tell, but I kind of feel like this is... In an essence, fan service. That's what I'm kind of thinking. So they too. get they get they get to have that like they get to say okay here we did it for you mm-hmm. but now it's not a thing. But anymore. now we can go pick who we actually want. Yeah, yeah. Like we did it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's all you got. Now shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and watch our movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I would still like to see him. I mean, I would super be down for it because I really liked it. Like, we really didn't get a lot of these characters, right? I'd like to see all of these characters mm-hmm. in some capacity. Even though, obviously, they'd be a different variant because, right. like, well, obviously <laughs> we'll talk about it. didn't work out too well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I would really love to see that. And so hear me out here. He's a great director. True. Okay. Mm-hmm. Recently, Fantastic Four lost their director. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his first name, but Watts. Mm-hmm. He was gonna. He's the one that did the Spider-Man movies, right? Yes. So uh, he left for whatever reason. They need a director. I don't know if they've cast that now. What if they get John Krasinski in there? He can direct and star as Mister Fantastic. I bet you, if you give him the director, it would be a lot easier to get him to be the character. Is yeah, what I'm be saying. a little carrot to dangle. <laughs> like if he's not too into like. The idea of that, if you just dangle the director spot. And maybe it's just about timing and and a busy schedule. I don't know. But if he needs incentive, I mean, he's a great director. Yeah, that's true. But does that mean that we would be seeing Emily Blunt as Sue Storm? That depends on a lot of things. But she has specifically said Mm -hmm. it has to be a good script. I mean, she's also just kind of been like, I have no interest, right? Yeah. She I mean, has I don't said know the most recent she, she said, but... She said she would consider a role that has a good script. And so... I mean, we're seeing these big actors doing these movies, right? Yeah. It's not like they're beneath actors these days. Right. According to the Oscars, they are. But like... Yeah. But look what happens there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not so high class now, are they? Yeah. I love that whole... Uh, that was probably the best part of the SNL, too, with the... Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Or he's like, I have done other roles. Yeah, and, uh, I, I was just <laughs> nominated, for nominated for an Oscar. Best actor uh, in my whatever <laughs> movie. But Will Smith beat me. Yeah. <laughs> I was beat by Will Smith. Oh, I was yeah. beat by Will Smith. <laughs> no, not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best part of that episode. Agreed. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think we'll probably see... Emily Blunt, but I wouldn't be shocked if we got John Krasinski still. Yeah. I could see him. It's at least a a foot in the door hopes for people that want to see him. Because we really didn't see him a lot in this, right? That's that's the only downside, I think, is they didn't have a lot of the Illuminati in this. It was just like a fan service kind of cameo scene (laughs) or two. Yeah. 
it was cool, but it just it could have been so much more. Yeah. And then last in the, our characters list, we have uh, Wanda's sons, Tommy and Billy. Uh, Tommy's played by Jet Klein, and Billy is played by Julian Hillard. Uh, both, I think, were reprising from WandaVision. Yes. Obviously look a little bit older now, but they have reprised their roles. Yep. So overall, there's been mixed uh, mixed reports from people about like how they're feeling about this movie, because largely because of the tone and... Some have said that there's pacing issues, but let's talk about the tone a little bit compared to other MCU properties. It definitely seems to have more of like a horror-ish base. Yeah, I think it was a lot more darker than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And that's even after they've said that this was supposed to be Marvel's first horror movie. Yeah. Right? They did say that, and then, but like we've seen other things where they've said similar kind of things with those properties, and then they end up being very... Marvel. Yeah, well, they said that, and then the director left over creative dif- yeah. creative differences. So I thought, well, it's not going to be a horror movie anymore. Then, mm-hmm. but this really kind of well, threw but me I mean, off. Sam Raimi is he's known for horror, right? True. The Evil Dead was his but like, like start. So stick. It. I guess it's not really. It's like dark comedy. Yes, but it yeah. it is still horror. It is more still horror. That's fair. But I guess I guess the implication is if if the original director left for creative differences and like. That could be a question of, is it because they want to strip the horror elements and mm-hmm. make it less horror for the general audience or for, or for whatever rating. story they're trying to tell? Yeah. Um, but I will say I was very impressed with the tone. I think it did feel darker. I don't think, you know, there's been a lot of talk of this should have been R. I, have you seen this? I have, yeah. I I kind of understand where it's coming from but i didn't really i wouldn't consider it that I mean, yeah I, I think it would definitely felt like a darker tone but i don't think that it had anything that was our content like we don't really see blood we see you know there is a moment where wanda has oil from the ultron bots all over her face like you know like you'd see like in carrie or something and it's not blood it's just oil but like it does kind of represent that mm-hmm. whole i guess element of gore yeah even though you don't see as much like what you would expect gore wise you Mm. see like a straight up one of like the evil strange gets impaled on the fence okay situation but we've also seen those in other movies right other other marvel movies we've seen that happen right didn't somebody get impaled vision didn't he get impaled uh by the staff or something probably yeah in one of the movies the Loki staff, I think it was, right? Wasn't he impaled by Loki's staff? It sounds right. Or not Loki's staff. Uh, uh, I don't know. It would look uh, like it. The, one of uh, uh, Thanos' fucking henchman guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the goblin-looking guy. Goblin Didn't he stab guy. him in the back? I think and so. And lift him up during, yeah. like, Infinity War? Yeah. That sounds really familiar. But it's been Maybe a little... it was just a multiverse uh, that that happened. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> I'll... Uh, all I'm saying is maybe because there was more like straight up killing mm-hmm. in this than we're used to seeing. Okay, uh, yeah, that's true. But like they also didn't really show Captain Carter. Like we know what happens to her, but they don't show it. They don't it. show it. I would argue that what we saw in Falcon Winter Soldier with US Agent. Oh, and the shield situation. Using that shield, I think would be considered more gory and graphic yeah. than what we saw what about this? in this because okay. it's you know one of those like it's the implied effect but we yeah. don't see it okay so what about the scene where she, uh 
Wanda, like, uh, how do you call it, incinerates a person. <laughs> and then you just see their, their like, petrified body. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I guess it just, it's a definition, I guess it's, is the definition, does there need to be blood or right. guts yeah. or something for it to be an R rating? Or is right. it just knowing that somebody no longer is alive? Right, yeah. There's, like, you see several characters' death. Whether I don't necessarily, I would I would argue, Black Bolt was probably the well most intense death. It was, yeah. Yeah, such a great death though. Yeah, it was. What a great use of that, right? Yeah, it was really upsetting. <laughs> she took away his mouth. Yeah. So when he panic screamed, yeah, he killed himself he, he blew from his inside. Own brain out. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> So that would probably be like the most graphic I think they showed. And I think they did show his eyes go bloodshot. Yeah, they did. um, They did also show um, uh, one of the uh, Comertage people, I think her name was Sarah, when she stabs the book, she like burns up. Yeah. And you you watch her become ash. Okay, yeah. It wasn't as graphic as getting your brains blown out, obviously, but just as another example. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it should have been R, but I can see the argument on this more than others. I'll always go back to this argument that I have, because it's always in my back pocket. Okay. The same people who are complaining that this should have been R (laughs) are probably saying it because they're like, oh, I shouldn't have brought my kid to this. Yeah. But you know what? They're also the same people who probably brought their kid to Deadpool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, PG-13 means parental guidance if you're under 13. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's up to the parent to decide, should I bring my five-year-old to this, which is something that has widely been marketed as a horror-type movie, mm-hmm. that's your bad decision, not the movie makers. Yeah, exactly. So I totally agree with you. I don't think that they were responsible to rate this any higher, but I am just saying I, I can see why people think it's more intense. I mean, but I do appreciate that it was like... it felt like a darker tone it felt more serious like mm-hmm. uh you know it had humor but it was definitely a more serious you know consequent filled yeah it was heavy story mm-hmm. um and i appreciated that like you know obviously being the man child that i am <laughs> watching mcu movies yeah i can have my cake and eat it too you know like yeah. i can be a child but i can also see it in a much adult way mm-hmm Obviously, there were, you know, we established there wasn't a lot of blood and gore, but like... Right. There was definitely consequence. We can, we can fill in the colors and all that, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, but I like that. And I think we kind of have seen that throughout this phase, right? We've seen Black Widow was a little bit more serious. A little True. bit more, uh, you know, like the, the whole kidnapping women, the the young women. situation. And, you yeah. know, what they did to them. They gave them hysterectomies, I want to say. Yeah. They, you know, they touch on some pretty intense stuff in that movie. Eternals, they had, you know, a little bit more of a serious feel. Mm-hmm. And it had a, like, a sex scene that people were kind of surprised by. Some of the Disney Plus shows, I think, are a little bit more serious in tone. Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as we said, Falcon Witch Soldier was a little bit more on the That's adult a good side. Point. Moon Knight is way more gory. Eh, no? I wouldn't say so. Oh, okay. I feel like they, they did a lot of trickery with that, too implied gore factor you know like they don't show you but they let you imagine what happened yeah. and and you it satisfies you in that sense of 
Okay. Putting it that tear feels more gory. <laughs> no, I think the tone was really great. I yeah. think that Wanda was a very believable villain. I think yep. she just a great, like, you know, Elizabeth Olsen did a great job. I yeah. felt for her, hated her. Yeah. It's like. I loved her. A perfect progression of what she went through in WandaVision. Yeah. To now. The only thing I could say, I guess, as far as the storyline, I I don't know if you've seen this. There are people who think this is that like the worst Marvel movie they've ever had, and really, I'm kind of surprised that people didn't like it, like or not that they didn't like it, but that they didn't like it that much hmm. that they would say it's the worst film. Because like I feel like it's the worst one, huh? I mean, I've seen people compare this to Spider-Man No Way Home, saying that one was, like, leagues better as a multiverse movie. And, like, I feel like they're not really comparable because they're different. Yeah, they're wildly different. One references it, and there's, like, a little bit of involvement. And then this one is, like, they're literally traveling. Well, every multiverse movie or show or whatever context that they've had for a character, it's always been a multiverse in its own kind of contained way. Yeah. It's not like... They're not all connected as far as why the multiverses are being intertwined. They're all intertwined through their own fuck up, if you will. Yeah. Unless we find out later that, you know, the events of Loki has a huge impact on this thing specifically. Yeah. But so far we don't have that, right? No, we don't. It's a very small scale story about Strange trying to help a girl. Mm Mm-hmm. So if I had any criticism about the story, I would say is I was a little surprised how intertwined it really was with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't enjoy or appreciate that because obviously maybe that's why I enjoyed the movie a lot more than others is maybe because I had the context of WandaVision. Maybe maybe others didn't watch it. I don't know. But I was a little surprised that they had it intertwined so much because you kind of do, I feel like, have to know that story yeah. to really get where she's coming from through this whole ordeal. Yeah. But at the same time... It felt weird that they even did this because it does kind of feel like it's just a repeat of what WandaVision whole point was. Instead of it being about Vision, it's now about the children. Yes. And they could have just, not to say I didn't want them to do a WandaVision show, but like, because I, I loved it. But yeah, you could theoretically have just done this story, but it was about Vision, not the children. Yeah, but I think that's what's so crazy about it. That's what makes the stories different is that initially WandaVision was because... She was grieving so hard over Vision that she created this whole situation and she created her children. And then having created her children and then having to destroy them, it was like an even deeper stab at the heart type situation. But doesn't that kind of take away from her character development when she overcomes this whole hurdle of grief and then she just gets kind of sucked back into it like right after? No, because like, it makes like total literally sense. Literally the last scene of that movie or yeah. that show is her using the Darkhold. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, you don't just flip a switch and suddenly you're better from grief. It doesn't just happen that way. Okay. Right. So it kind of tracks. All right. Bad point. <laughs> it's just she shifted her focus now to the children. You notice she doesn't ever talk about trying to bring Vision back. That's, that was, Vision. I, that's another yeah. thing I was going to bring up is like, yeah. she, we, we don't really... There's a line where she says, oh, oh had Viz had his theories about yeah. the multiverse when it was early on and yeah. before it was revealed that she's the villain. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's basically obsolete from 
her mind, it yeah. seems, as far, far as a... Well, I mean, we've heard, there was references to, like, you don't know what I've been through. Right. Whatever. Yeah. He, like, she said I, something just strange about how, like, I had to see him die twice. Yeah. Like, you can't possibly understand. Yeah. I, I blew a hole in my... The love of my life's head, and it meant nothing. Yeah. Stuff like that. So... It, it, it really shows, to her resentment, to an extent, for mm-hmm. Strange, for giving the time stone to Thanos. Because, yeah. like... I didn't really think about that. Like, yeah, it is because of the the time stone that she had to see him die a second time. Yes. Only because he gave it to him. Exactly. Otherwise, she had destroyed it. And it would be over. And and, and he wouldn't have been able to, to get it. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting callback that they, that they threw in there to kind of, I guess, give her a... Justification. Yeah, a justification <laughs> yeah. for how she's feeling and acting and yeah. all that stuff. And yeah, I, I completely understand her on like a villain level of wanting to do this mm-hmm. because she feels like she's lost so much and nobody else seems to be losing what she has. And yeah, you know, there's like the line in the trailer in the movie that she says, "When you you break the rules, you become a hero." Yeah, and I break the rules. I don't think she says I become a villain, but yeah, like everyone like, hates me or something. Yeah. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy, yeah. And so, like, it's, I mean, it's so true, though, right? Mm -hmm. We kind of see this parallel, I guess, between the two characters, Mm -hmm. right? They both did the same thing, but they're kind of experiencing it in different ways. Yeah. Overall, Strange, I'd say, is, like, positively rewarded for what he's done. But, like, you know, there are the moments, like, Dr. West or whatever shows up at the funeral or the wedding, and he digs at him like you ruined my life and yeah. like, you're to blame for all this yeah. you know, he lost his two cats and, and his, I guess like his, uh, his brother guess, or something Yeah, something less important yeah I thought that was interesting he listed the person after the cats I mean I get it Yeah, um, which Dr. West was the guy who performed Dr. Strange's hand surgery I don't know if anybody remembers that from the first Dr. Strange movie mm-hmm. well yeah because he was yeah. like a he was like the number two surgeon, right? Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Strange was number one. And... Yeah. And it's interesting because Dr. Nicodemus West in the comics follows Dr. Strange to Camartage and learns some of the mystic arts. Like he starts studying them and then he ends up leaving before he completes his training because he, I don't know, for whatever reason, but then he goes and he heals somebody with magic and he's all jazzed about it. Then he goes back to New York City and then tries to do it again but then causes that person's person's death and so as a result of that he becomes the ceo of this organization uh, it's like a pharmaceutical company um i think it's called timely pharmaceuticals or something in the comics that uh where they're like basically anti-magic healing and so they're kind of villainy huh. they have like ulterior motives that are unclear but basically like an anti-magic organization okay and maybe so, we'll see like that kind of growing because you know like it said, definitely laid you the feel ground- like there is animosity there. Yes, about it the whole definitely thing. laid the groundwork for him to be a villainy type situation, although it could just be as simple as being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> also. Yeah. An option. Yeah. So we got a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of ties to the comics, a lot of ties to other properties and stuff in this. Obviously, we've talked about quite a few of the characters that are from other things, um, but we have a handful more to discuss. Um, first up that you notice in the very opening scene of the chase with Defender Strange and America Chavez, they are running toward the Book of Vishanti. The Book of Vishanti is known to be the opposite of the Darkhold. And... It's 
The white drop, I believe is what they called it. <laughs> I don't think they do. The white drop. They do drop or it. Or the, the light drop. The light drop. They, yeah. they do drop it, though. So that would make sense. There you go. Um, it's a book of white magic, which actually exists in the Doctor Strange comics as well. And all it does is give the user any ability they need to dis- to defeat their enemies. Although, I do have a problem with it because the origin of the Darkhold we learned in this, at least in this movie, is actually from Wanda. Like, it's, uh, the she said that the, not from her, but from Wondegore, Mount Wondegore, whatever the fucking place they go on the mountain, mm. where Cthon... The original Darkhold, I'm using air quotes, yeah. was actually in all of his spells were inscribed on the walls of this fucking situate like throne type area. Yeah. And then it was copied into books. So how is there an opposite book? And is there only one opposite book? Or is there an opposite book for every copy of the Darkhold in every universe? So That's a good point because it's in the center of all the universes. Yeah, it's in the gap junction. And I don't know if you noticed the some were broken but like mm-hmm. all of those pathways that mm-hmm. went to that book yeah there's 16 of them so does that mean there's only 16 universes no there's gotta be more right there's more than that or maybe there was only intended to be 16 but all of the branching of maybe stuff that area is actually they call it the gap junction but a lot of uh there's some similarities between that and the nexus point a mm-hmm. nexus point as described in the comics and it's basically an area between universes that is, I don't know all the details, but between universes is the, the short story. And so I think it's just all fucked up because it's not in any specific universes area. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's all weird looking. But you would think it would imply that there was this book for every dark yeah. hold in every universe. Because yeah. they, they made it seem like every universe had a dark hold. Exactly. But at the same time, it felt like this was a book that was like neutral to all universes. It did feel so that it was way, a little confusing. which is confusing. Um, but I did notice, too, that the page that got burned, mm-hmm. I don't know if they really established this, but like the page that got burned that I think he, I assume he needed, Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange needed to counter whatever Wanda's mm-hmm. doing, yeah. had a star on it. The image was a star, and I think that oh. might have been a part of contributing to him realizing that maybe America Chavez was more important than just protecting, mm. and that maybe she was the key that's a good point to helping stop and who knows maybe the book didn't even have anything on the pages and it just showed that to help him get what he needed to defeat her perhaps maybe it just generated based on the situation Um, i do think it's kind of interesting in this though because like the whole arc i feel like for dr strange was very um very similar to like with dot with the no way home where he didn't really trust peter to be able to like solve the problem on his own and he yeah. felt like he had to step in and, and fix it for him yes and his decision was like oh we'll just mark these guys yeah <laughs> back to their timelines <laughs> you know and like that yeah. will fix everything you yeah know? and it, it he says in that in that movie the in the grand thing, calculus of the universe yeah we get that line from defender strange in the beginning mm-hmm. of this movie when he realizes that he can't stop this ruin monster yeah the whatever the wallpaper the, menace the mummy <laughs> the mummy men- menace yeah. mummy demon um which is chasing them while they're trying to grab this book yes. in this neutral yeah area so then yeah D- defender strange turns on 
America and says, I'm going to have to take, he starts, yeah, he's he like, this is the only way I have to take your power. at its yeah. finest. And so it's really interesting to see that at the start of the movie because we have like a very, uh, like parallel to it at the end with mm-hmm. a different Doctor Strange, with our Doctor Strange. And then that's whenever we realize that taking her power will kill her, which is also kind of weird to me because like, why? Why would it kill her? Couldn't she just be a normal human? Because that's the whole point of her existence is that power is what keeps her alive. I don't know. She does, she does talk about their... The thing is they were a little vague about her character. So Mm -hmm. like we know that her parents were sucked into a portal when she was young Mm because she got scared by a bee and she unknowingly opened a portal and and sucked them in. And so she thinks she thinks she killed them. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, Dr. Strange says, well, they might be alive. It's also weird because like she opened the portal, but then she went through the portal too. So like, why didn't they all land in the same place? I don't think she did. Oh, she did? No. I thought she did. Just them. Okay. I'm assuming she eventually was able to like go to another portal. Right, right. I mean, she's referenced that she's been to like 73 or something universes. So, yeah. Obviously, a lot more than 16 right Right. there. So Yeah. But she also says that she can only do it when she's scared. So I guess every time she's been to one has not been uh, by her choice. Yeah. In a a way. It's only because of something that drew it out. Yeah. But then somehow she's able to control where to send. Well, she's not doing it intentionally. Well, she's not consciously doing it. Right. It's an unconscious or subconscious. Dr. Strange kind of implies that like... You've brought us everywhere we needed to go mm-hmm. this whole time. Even if you didn't think you were doing it, yeah. somehow you were. So So subconsciously she was doing it. Yes. And that's kind of where she gets the the, the strength to to control her powers, yeah. right? And this is kind of this is a, it was a nice origin for that character mm-hmm. without having to give us a whole movie about that character. Yes. They did keep it a bit vague, but like who knows, yeah. maybe she'll have her own movie or series yeah. where she goes looking for her mother's She's going to have to because she's probably going to become part of the Young Avengers, I would imagine. I'm sure that, you know, it feels like they're setting up all these different groups. Yeah. Okay. So, um, after they, or after she, not they, after she escapes the mummy demon, (laughs) she opens, well, she opens the portal and then Defender Strange on his dying, his last magic he uses to basically cut the ties and send both of them through the portal that she opened while she was trapped and then they end up flying into our mcu which is 616 Mm -hmm. um and then i'm not sure how much time has passed between that and when we see her (laughs) whenever they interrupt (laughs) christine's wedding (laughs) that's true they don't really establish how much time has passed how how long she i assume she was like, just recently there. Yeah, I can't imagine it's been very long, but I don't think it's, like, right after But at the same either. time, well, he's not very zombified, so... Yeah, I think he had just died. The, yeah. The, the Defender Strange. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be moments after. Okay. It's just really fast for another creature to have been summoned already. Yeah, she's, you know, Wanda does... Girls get it done, from okay. what I've heard. Okay, okay. All right, so in our, in the MCU, in 616 universe, we get Shumagorath, or I guess they're calling him Jar- Gar- oh my god, Gargantos. Gargantos. I don't know, I can't say that word. They're calling him Gargantos in Multiverse of Madness due to rights issues, apparently, even though he's clearly more resembling Shumagorath. Um, Shumagorath is an old one. An elder god that feeds on screaming souls and represents chaos. <laughs> um, where I'm wondering, do you, could this be? There have been references to. Could this be the same 
octopus creature that we saw in What If? Or do we think it's something well, different? Well, that I think is heavily implied in the What If episode that that's yeah. who that was. Yeah. But it, also that's a, like a a universal creature, right? That's not something that's like on the planet. That's like in space or something, right? right? Yeah. So my logic would be if Wanda had to like control these creatures she could only control them in the universe they were in theoretically right that's what i would think too so how did this creature so get she to... could only control this creature because it was already on earth in my opinion yeah but it's he's an interdimensional being well right shumagore but like gargantos, gargantos that actual creature is just like a a, a sea dweller okay. who fights uh namor i believe okay in some of the comics and like i don't think he was a big role but like they are technically calling him that creature okay then that would track even though the visually looks like the other creature they are technically calling it so like that would kind of explain if he is just like this creature that's bit in the waters Mm -hmm. you know fucking with atlantis yeah true um pooping in their beds (laughs) oh right wrong wrong atlantis my bad but let's talk about that character, right? Yeah. That was like, at the very least, that is a very fun nod for fans, right? Yeah. To see that creature. Mm-hmm. And what great moments we got with that creature. Yeah. They, It's just this eyeball yeah. with tentacles. With a lot of tentacles. And they showed so much expression in this yeah. creature. With the one it, eye. It was anger. Yeah. It was shock. Yeah. It was surprise. <laughs> there was every it was emotion. pain. Yeah. And then fear. Yeah, a this, little bit. Yeah, this thing. Uh, we didn't see this very long, but it was a really fun scene, and I think yeah. that they did really well. The only thing I would say is I feel like Sam Raimi kind of cheated, and I feel like it was very similar to what he did with Doc Ock in Spider-Man Two, climbing up the building, going yeah. after Aunt May. Like it felt yeah. very similar. Yeah, it chasing get, her up the building. And, yeah, I get what you're saying there. Uh, but I, you know. And, <laughs> Is there a law? I'm not sure if this is like a legal thing. Is there a law that one-eyed creatures need to be stabbed in the eye? Yes. <laughs> I did think it was like, interesting that he was killed in the same way as yeah. the fucking starfish thing. I feel like Marvel was like, we're going to do exactly what DC did, better. but we're going to do it better. <laughs> we're not just going to stab through the eye yeah. and kill it. Yeah, We're going to just go- pull the fucking eye out. Like a lollipop. Yeah. I was trying to make the sound. <laughs> Which was also kind of like a callback to like the eye in some of the Evil Dead movies. That mm-hmm. like the tentacle eye that goes down the, the chick's throat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that whole battle situation was pretty crazy. And having Wong like kind of show off being a badass. It was yeah. nice to give him a spotlight a little bit. Yeah. To like show off why he... St- is Sorcerer Supreme, even though it is a technicality. What I would have liked to see, and I know it's not really relevant, but I thought it would be a fun tie-in just to kind of like make people feel like everything's like coming together. Mm-hmm. If uh, Shang-Chi showed up with him mm. in that moment. That would be pretty cool. Or maybe he didn't show up at that moment, but like when it looked like Strange and Wong were like both kind of like tangled up mm-hmm. and couldn't like do anything, maybe he showed up and... I don't know. It just thought it would be really fun to see like a cameo from him. Yeah, that would since be cool. we have ties to him and Wong now. That's true. Uh, kind of just like remind everybody, hey, hey, I'm over <laughs> he's here. He's still I'm around. Here. He's still doing things, and yeah. he's 
he's working with Wong on some stuff. But I guess then you'd be like, well, why didn't he stick around the whole movie? But I, I don't know. It just, it would have been fun, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's truly going to be Shimagorath in essence, because I think that they would probably use that for a bigger role. Because mm-hmm. this was very short-lived for this creature. Yes, and quite. I would think they'd do more with that. Yeah. But we also get an opportunity to see uh, America get scared and stomps and has mm-hmm. she creates a small portal under her foot. So that's a little bit of a plot hole in my opinion because I feel like she has some control. She knows or she has to know she has some control over it because it seemed like it was a very calculated move. She stomps and a portal is created and the rocks drop. It's like she did it on purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, yeah, I guess I could see what you're saying. I, I kind of took it like she just did it, like trying to like, trying to help out of desperation. Yeah. But like, I don't know if she truly knew she would make that little she, portal She probably impact. didn't. She probably didn't. It just but, seemed you know, like she did. We, I think there was another time where she punches too or something and it happens yeah. too. But like it was the same thing. It was like a smaller thing. And mm-hmm. It wasn't a portal. Yeah. It um, was in the. I think the idea is they were trying to kind of build her character arc that like she had it in her she just didn't know until the end yeah of course that's what i was getting at that makes total sense so then after the whole explanation they they're like who is this person to america chavez she's like i'm from another dimension or i'm from another universe i Mm -hmm. can travel blah 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 and they're like "Mm, i don't think so prove it yeah so then they go through this whole thing she shows them zombie strange (laughs) it's it's all ridiculous we see her fear which is interesting because she doesn't seem she's like I mean, she's obviously scared of a lot but we see her fear whenever she can see Doctor Strange our Doctor Strange mention her power because she was just recently betrayed by Zom- uh, by Defender Strange who is now Zombie Strange mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it gets a little bit dicey there for a moment and you can see Wong steps in and says oh no we don't we don't even know your name blah 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 we're gonna take you to Comertage and protect mm-hmm. you so he kind of like saves it a little bit in that I well, think. I mean, she's in this whole new world, right? Yeah. And she has no clue like, whether this is a good or a bad strange. Like, yeah. She doesn't know who to trust, obviously. Yeah. She thought she trusted Defender Strange, and then yeah. he ended up being Attacker Strange. Yeah. Attack her <laughs> Attack Strange. Her. Yeah. One thing I find interesting is when they're in the coffee shop and she's like confused about what who a Spider-Man is. So she's been to 76 well, universes and she's never heard of a fucking Spider-Man before? Yeah, well, so that's the thing was, like, going back to her backstory is, like, is she from a universe within all of these or is she just from some weird neutral dimension? I think she's from one of the universes. I, I never really got the vibe of whether her race is able to do these portals or if it's just her specifically. I think it's just her. Because I think in the comics they all could. I don't oh. think it's just her. I think it's just her. Well, maybe not just her, but I don't think her parents could. I think that maybe it's some people. I mean, I don't know. I, it did feel like when the portal opened, they were like, oh, shit. Like, they knew okay. they were fucked. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'd probably be like, oh, shit, I'm fucked if that happened. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would need to expect it yeah. to say I'm fucked. <laughs> that scene is instantly put on Pornhub. <laughs> Um, oh shit you're fucking me (laughs) okay anyway um yeah i think she's like from a universe she just hasn't been able to find her way back to it that's my thought yeah i mean well again she couldn't control where she was going right in theory yeah 
uh, and then when Wanda seemed to be getting her powers or, mm-hmm. or taking control of her, she seemed to like know how to she could figure do it out. herself. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just took time for her. And as we see at the end, she clearly knows how to do it. She goes yeah. gets Strange and uh, Christine from mm-hmm. whatever dimension that is. The yeah. Incursion the destroyed dimension, dimension. Yeah. or whatever universe. Yeah. So they go to Camartage and they're like, oh, I wonder, because then they realized that they were looking at uh, Shima Goroth and he had runes all over his tentacles. Mm-hmm. And then they, in retrospect, Doctor Strange sees from his dream, which was, and that's the, actually, that's a fucking thing that I forgot to bring up. I think it's the coolest idea ever that your dreams are just windows into another universe version of you. It's yeah, really, I love that idea. I think it's so I don't know if that's cool. completely original, if, if that's been used in other properties. Yeah, but, like, but I love it. That's a great concept yeah. of you're just dreaming or you're, you're connected you're, to other universes you're of seeing yourself. another version of you's memory or thing that are, that's happening to that person. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's a so great cool. idea. It's so cool, yeah. I kind of hope they play into that a little bit more mm-hmm. with this dreamwalking stuff. Definitely. Um, so they, Dr. Six One MCU Strange remembers from his quote unquote dream that there were runes all over the mummy demon as well. And then they realize, oh, this is witchcraft. It's not a demon. It's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so I, I guess wonder- that means that uh, like they couldn't do that themselves. No. Like, so I guess it means it has to literally be a witch. Nobody else can do these runes. I don't know. See, I don't know. See, I think... I thought they could use runes too because it's, I mean, I know it's witchcraft is different from the mystic arts and being a wizard or whatever, mm-hmm. a sorcerer. Sorry. Uh, Benjamin, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch would be really upset if I got them confused. Yeah. <laughs> so, but to me, it feels like a sorcerer would be able to use runes related to witchcraft as well yeah so it's it's unclear to me whether they can or can't do that but they recognize what they are so i don't see why they couldn't inscribe them on something you know what i mean yeah i mean i guess that that kind of opens up the idea that like only certain beings can use certain power or certain magic types yeah but then yeah i don't know the whole thing is fucking weird i guess like witches can do whatever the fuck they want it just makes them good or bad because like you see Wanda's power is typically red. Mm-hmm. The sorcerer's powers are typically yellow, orangey, whatever color. And then, but then we saw Agatha Harkness when she was fucking around with dark magic, it turned mm-hmm. purple. Yeah, but even uh, Wanda is fucking around with dark magic and her still it red. it didn't turn it's purple. It's not purple. So yeah, I know. Is that because she's this, what they call the Scarlet Witch? Yeah. She's like this other being that's beyond any of them so is that why hers is like not changed visually but it's yeah but she, it seems like she's being corrupted by it though yeah that's that's kind of what i'm thinking make poor decisions yeah that that would make sense i suppose i was kind of wondering that myself why her magic wouldn't have changed color but it, i think it's I mean, like, like even in the comic she was like the nexus being right so yes. are they going with that is that what she's considered they never technically said that in wandavision true I don't know. I feel like they kind of implied it, but they never really directly said she was. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, in order to be the Nexus being, if she were the Nexus being, she would have the power to travel between universes already. Yeah, and so that kind of got me thinking, too, is America Chavez the Nexus being? being? Yeah, that's a good question. And Because so, she said that she's the only one in her existence. Like, the, 
there's not alternate hers in other universes. She right. doesn't exist in any other universe. Right. So. So is she the nexus being? She seems like she might be. <laughs> or maybe the implication was that if the Scarlet Witch took her power, then she would be the nexus being. But like, either way, if she's got the power, then mm-hmm. she's. He-Man. Anyway, so in the effort to go figure figure out what was causing or who might be working on all these runes and casting demons after America Chavez, Doctor Strange goes and finds Wanda, and then it turns out it's fucking her. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so great. He's like, so I have this person. She's directly in this spot. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I need to protect her. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, why don't you just bring her here? (laughs) Says her name. And then, yeah. Yeah. Gives it away. Yeah. When she says the hardest part wasn't the hexes, but, like, the lies. Yeah. What was she referring to? I think it was... Like, the lies to him, the lies to Vision, with, like, the WandaVision stuff. Like, what, what lies? I think... She reveals right after, right as she says that, she reveals her surroundings and how it's all like red and mm-hmm. scorched earth. So kind of like when he he kind of referred to the apple trees or whatever, mm-hmm. how it it almost smells real. Yes. Uh, and she she assured him it was. Yeah. But so it wasn't. And so, so maybe that's wasn't. the kind of lie she I was talking about. I think that's what she means, like the the visual lies and the actual verbal lies. Like she had to make it look legitimate. I guess, mm-hmm. but she it didn't last very long, so I feel like. Yeah, she wasn't that concerned with keeping the secret to to get her. Yeah, so I don't... She was kind of like, oh, darn, you found me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was an awkward transition from, I'm coming here to ask you for help and find out, oh, you're the one trying to kill her. Okay, yeah. got America it. like... Reference yeah, that. Like, she's like, oh, so the one who tried to kill me, <laughs> you told exactly where it was. Yeah, she's like totally called it out. He's like, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Oops. So then we get to see this really crazy fucking battle situation at Comertage, and we have kind of what they say the full might of Comertage. Mm-hmm. The three stand, stands against tribes you. or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. of sorcerers. Yeah, it was a London, Hong Kong, and wherever Comertage America, is, <laughs> New York, New York, yeah. Um, there, yeah, there was like all, all the sorcerers that basically they could find all came and were defending and it obviously worked out really poorly for them. Mm. It was almost like a miniature, uh, end game moment where mm-hmm. like, they all unite to mm-hmm. fight off the big threat. Yeah. And then the big threat's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, she an- did. and annihilates the shit out of them. Yeah. And I look how they kind of went back to the whole, her using the fear Mm-hmm. dream stuff to yeah. um, basically break the shield. cracks in the shield to, mm-hmm. to get through to to destroy everything. Yeah, it was very America appropriate. Chavez. Uh, kind of going back to like the dream stuff. They kind of established that dreams were a thing that like, you know, were potentially you seeing your other universes living their lives or yeah. things they've, they've experienced. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the rest of the MCU? We've had moments where, you know, like when Wanda did those things to the Avengers in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. were those 
moments of them in alternate universes or were those different? And aside from that, when Tony Stark says, I had a dream to Pepper Potts uh, that we had a kid mm-hmm. and all that stuff, I think it was an in Infinity War or whatever, yeah. going into Endgame or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Was that him in an alternate universe or was that just some kind of like foreshadowing that he just somehow knew he was going to have a kid? Yeah. I mean, based on the rule we just found out, it was him in another universe. <laughs> but I don't know if they thought that they meant at the time. Yeah, I mean, if anything, yeah. it's probably a retroactive thing if, yeah. they, if they did just throw that in there without this in mind. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy to think about all the things that that could imply. Okay, so at the Comertage, we get some kind of really crazy, like, horror moments with the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is where they really played with the horror elements. Yes. You know, we had a lot of, it, there was like a moment where she was like, she was the girl from... The Ring. The Ring. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fucking creepy, and I did not like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even the eyeballs, like she, you know, mm-hmm. there was the, the they had the fun elements of like putting her in that illusion trap or uh-huh. whatever it was, or she she was in the what the fuck that realm is where it's all the crazy. mirror dimension, yeah, yeah, and she basically just walked right through it like yeah. liquid, right, and she yeah. played off of that with now she's bouncing around through reflections and water yeah. and all this stuff. It really bothered me right there, though, that if they had a trap to pull her into something, I don't understand why they couldn't have used the same runes that she used to trap Agatha in. They either didn't know that they could do that, they weren't familiar with the runes, with those kind of spells, or they can't use it because they're not witches. I don't yeah. know. That's all I could come up with. The only thing with. that makes sense is if they aren't, they're not able to use it. But I feel like Wong, being Sorcerer Supreme, should know about it. Because he's like mm-hmm. supposed to be a master of the mystic arts, you know? Yeah. So it's probably in that secret book he got. Yeah. <laughs> also, we do know that uh, from the first Doctor Strange movie, the that we know that the ancient one like dabbled in dark magic, right? Yeah. So was that implied to be the same as the Darkhold, or was that just some other alternate type of dark magic that didn't give her this crazy corruption? Like Wanda seems to be having, yeah, and other good... strange variants had. That's a good question. I wonder. I don't know how it's determined whether you're allowed to meddle with the dark hold and not become corrupted. Mm-hmm. There's a weird. Yeah. Like, where's the and line? Can, if you don't physically touch it, does it count as? Yeah. You're okay. Or yeah. Is it just reading it? Yeah. Who knows? There's no actual rules. Apparently. Yeah. So then after this fucking crazy horror shit, and then it's like, oh, great. Now all of that. And now she's just fucking captured you. I think the eyeballs were the creepiest stuff. Or you see yeah. one eyeball sticking out of the water or yeah. whatever. And like that was also very like reflective of, uh, again, Evil Dead with yes. the book having the eye on it and all yeah. that stuff. Like it just a lot of. There definitely were some very accurate or very obvious yeah. tie-ins. <laughs> I mean, even like uh, when they show like the 838 Wanda with her mm-hmm. kids. Like yeah. they have this entity thing that's kind of like, we know it's MCU Wanda. But like yeah. she's kind of like stalking and lurking. Yeah. And it's just like this first person view of her kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, stuff that we've seen elements of in other Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. And then we get another example of America in dire fear creates a star portal and ends up Doctor Strange is also dives in and 
saves her and dunks them both into the star portal and they go flying through a whole bunch of universes. Mm-hmm. This is where we kind of get a glimpse of what her power actually does. Um, I can't, I don't remember how many exactly would they, they fly through, but there's quite a few and a number of which are potentially familiar to people. One of them had the dinosaurs, like we talked about in the trailer, mm. possibly related to Savage Land. Um, and then there's also one featuring the living, uh, a being who looks like the living tribunal mm-hmm. who which is interesting because it wasn't just like a head with three faces it was three individual heads floating it, it looked like mm-hmm. that's a for anybody who's not aware from the comics the living tribunal is a three-faced cosmic entity who protects the multiverse from mystical forces and its three faces represent equity necessity and revenge and its pur- purpose is to judge people and entities preventing any one universe from becoming more pow- powerful than another do you think this is going to tie into? I think that's just like a, a, a glimpse of a tie into Eternals and some kind of story with those, like the Celestials and like what they're doing and how that could like affect the balance of the that, universes. Yeah, it could very well be. I feel like or they're like maybe he's the the judgment of the Eternals themselves. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like everything that we saw in all those universes that makes sense is going to tie into something later. I don't think we're going to see a Marvel movie mm-hmm. that's like in the paint universe, but <laughs> the ones that look like legitimate universes that you could have a property in, I think they're going to fucking pull them in somewhere. Yeah. Because that's what they do. They always plant little tiny seeds and then you're like, yeah. four years later, like, I remember this. Where do I remember this from? Oh, it was in this like half a millisecond clip. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we saw a lot of like random like throwaway universes. It mm-hmm. felt like old-timey one like mm-hmm. World War two there was, was like you really said the pink one, one there was like the one where there was like blocks and yeah that was gross there was a the cell shaded animated one which mm-hmm. i don't think was the what if i think it was a it different was art a different so one, yeah. just to say like they do have that kind of universe too yeah and so then they finally land into another new york city which looks very similar to the one we're familiar with but with shitloads of flowers everywhere mm-hmm. i feel like that was the only difference <laughs> It did feel very futuristic. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it had like a waterfall coming out of one of the buildings. And, yeah, you know, it was, was definitely random. more, a little bit more on the future side, but less so than the one you see in the glimpse that's like clearly very like flying cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they land there we, and they end up figuring out, oh, we have to go look for other, other me. Yep. <laughs> we need another Doctor Strange. Another Doctor Strange. To um, meddle in the multiverse. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a, essentially this is where we meet the Illuminati. This is where we get the whole, you know, how Doctor Strange of their universe fucked up and mm-hmm. was using the Darkhold. And he ended up being the biggest threat to them and mm-hmm. other universes because he actually caused, caused an incursion. Yes. In another universe. Yes. Um, but it felt like it was... So, is the incursion just because he dream walked into another doctor strange or did he physically go into another universe so i think it was that he dream walked right that's the only way he could have done it yeah with the dark hold yeah i think what happens is there's a way one of the ways to cause an incursion would be obviously if you're in another universe that you're not allowed to be in or you're not supposed to be in but Mm -hmm. the other way would be if your psyche is in the other universe aka if you're dream walking and what that does is it brings the two universes too close together and it can cause them to overlap and fold in on each other. So I guess what I'm trying to figure out is Wanda doing this in all these different universes. Because she's in at least two. The one with Defender Strange. 
and the one with the 838 with mm-hmm. the Illuminati. Yeah. She, those two we know for sure she's done it. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that those two war, uh, universes will now have incursions? No, not necessarily because it's about how like they you can do it quickly with very minimal risk. But the longer that those two universes are next to each other or are close to, closer than they're supposed to be, the more likely they are to cause damage. So basically, there could be one. They're at risk of creating one in the one that she inhabited her other self and wreaked all that fucking havoc because they were together for... She was in... Her psyche was in that universe for way too long. Um, but I mean, she went into that one multiple times. Multiple times and for extended periods of time. So it's definitely a risk, I would say. Um, but what's interesting that I think you're probably going to be excited about is that the concept of incursions was for, first originated with the New Avengers, which was a lead into Secret Wars. And you've been talking to, like, you think that the next big thing is potentially going to be Secret Wars. Oh, yeah, Wars. I think this just kind of sealed the deal up. Yeah. The Secret Wars is the big event that they're going to lead up to at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it could be anything else. Yeah, that's true. Um, so this is where we also learn uh, that Christine has been, she's been working for the Baxter Foundation, which is a, kind of a tie-in to the comics. In Fantastic Four, it's a think tank for young geniuses, which was founded by Johnny and Sue Storm's dad. And it makes sense because we have the Fantastic Four in this universe, um, 838. Do they just, like, does every universe just have, like, the same digit? Three digits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is there, like, a a 969 universe? Maybe. And everyone just says nice all the time? <laughs> Probably. Nice. Um, interesting fact, though. Earth 616 is the main continu- continuity MCU, but... Earth 838, where the Illuminati are, where we are in this point in the story, mm. does not exist in the comics. So, fun fact. Yeah, and that's like another thing I have a question on now. So, like, they've established that this is 616 for the MCU. Mm-hmm. But that is also what the Prime comic universe is called, 616. Yeah. So, does that mean that this is deemed the same universe as the comics? Because things will work out completely different in this one than they did in the comics. Well, Civil War is completely different. Ultron's not created by Hank Pym. True. You know, characters are dead now before they're supposed to be. Well, think about it this way. You could probably say that Earth 616 is the MCU is one timeline and the comics are a bunch of other timelines. They're still the same universe, but different timelines. We're going back to the TVA now. Oh my God. I know. Don't confuse me with that shit. Sorry. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, I mean, either way. So, they're establishing that this is like the primary universe. Yes. Um, which is interesting because, like, what does that mean? Like, what's determined that they are the primary universe? Is it just because we're watching them? Did the Illuminati state that or was that just like a... No. No, that's just what we know no. as fans. Because according to them, that means that there's at least 838 universes. Potentially. And that ours is, by ours I mean the MCU, Yeah, because I'm obviously a part of it. There's actually even more than that, because the ultimate Marvel Universe is Earth-1610. Okay. Well, I'm assuming those are even a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Christine might not have discovered that one yet. Yeah. So, and that's another point. They might not have discovered everything. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, there's obviously 600-something more before them. Mm -hmm. So, is it 
whatever one's number one, is that just categorized because that's the first that they found? Or is it like that is somehow more important of a universe than the rest? I'm assuming it's just the order in which they found them. Because that's usually how science works. Mm, well, obviously this is all about science. Well, I mean, Christine's a scientist. I mean, in this universe, we don't even, we've never even heard about Iron Man. So, like, does he exist in this one? He may not, right? Good question. So, and going back to Illuminati, if you remember, there were seven chairs, not uh, not six. Like, we traditionally have six people in the Illuminati. Oh, okay. So, do you think that that seventh is an unrevealed member that we haven't seen? Or do you think it's just Doctor Strange's chair before he was yeah. killed for I his... I mean, it could have been filled by someone else, but I think it used to belong to Doctor Strange. So... I mean, the fact that they didn't really reference... Anyone else. Anyone else being in that chair yeah. just probably just means it's just an empty chair because he's gone? Yeah. Okay. You mentioned that we didn't see... That Iron Man wasn't there, but we did see the Ultron drones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you said that Hank Pym created them in the comic universe, but is it, it's also possible that in this 838 universe that maybe Reed Richards created them because he was there. Yeah. That makes... I mean, that's the implication I got out of it. Yeah. He seemed like he was the one who was dealing with all the tech and all that. Mm-hmm. Sadly, James Spader did not voice the Ultron drones, <laughs> but they were actually voiced by the actor Ross Marcond, who, he was the one who played Red Skull in Avengers. Endgame, Endgame, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he did the voice, voice of Hugo, of Hugo Weaving, Weaving, yeah. being the Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> Inside of Taco I, won- <laughs> I wonder if they just didn't want to pay James Spader. Uh-huh. Oh, to do the role because it would have been too expensive and they, they just, I don't know. Like, yeah. Maybe they didn't even ask him. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they didn't think it would be It, that it didn't seem like it was like that big of a role, right? They just said a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why they wouldn't have wanted a larger ticket item <laughs> for that, for the few words that they said. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Wanda finds them. She's come, for some reason, the Illuminati do not believe that Wanda is actually a threat. And they're more concerned that this new Doctor Strange is a threat, just like their Doctor Strange was a threat. Um, and they're so focused on that that they're not mm. paying attention to Wanda being an, a huge I mean, she, problem. She takes advantage of their Achilles heels, right? Yeah. They're very they're arrogant. Yeah. They don't think they have any issue yeah. fighting her. They have no clue what she's yeah, up against. Yeah, well, they against. say, we can take care of, we can handle your little witch. <laughs> just like, ooh, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> she heard you say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I don't know. that. Do, do you think Vision is alive in this universe? Oh, Since she's fuck. with her kids in this universe, it seems like the complete opposite of the WandaVision stuff. So, do you think this universe, Vision is alive? Do you think he's dead? And she's just okay that he's dead because she has her kids? This is fucked up, but I don't think Vision existed in this universe because Ultron didn't go wrong. Oh, shit. That's a good point. I just realized That's that. That's a really good point. <laughs> Well, I mean, he could exist in like a more traditional. But also, if Iron Man doesn't exist in this universe, oh, no, then I where does Jarvis it, come from? I guess that's true. You have to uh, marry Ultron with Jarvis' Vision was consciousness. Based off of Ultron, so yeah. It, it, yeah, so he doesn't he exist. He couldn't exist. Yeah. So S- sperm donor. I don't know. <laughs> modern modern medicine. <laughs> or she just like or I'm going to make kids. She might have created them I'm in that universe too. Yeah. Or just some okay. random guy who has I'm no gonna, powers. Okay, like, I'm, this is like I think probably like the big loophole thing for me. Why didn't she just find a universe where she was dead, 
and her kids yeah. needed a mother. No shit. Seems like the easy option, but she claimed that this was the only way because it implied, I think, that she had looked around for others. Mm. And she's like, well, these are the closest to what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> she was like looking to adopt her yeah. own kids. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the implication was that she looked for a better option and she didn't find it. So, mm. which is kind of. Like, I don't believe that. So that means she did a lot of dream walking then. Yes. She had to do a lot. Which means, you know, like I said, like the two that we know of, that means if she did more than that, then mm-hmm. like theoretically she's call, she's going to cause a lot of incursions on mm-hmm. all these different universes. Yeah. As long as she's, as, well, I mean, if she's like just popping in and popping out well, real quick, I, but I, I doubt like, she was. I feel like that's like a loophole thing. Yeah. But like, that's I think true. It, it, I think it should theoretically cause incursions on all these Universes. I don't think it's going to cause it on all of them. Well, okay. Like, let's, for example, with the end credit of this, we know yes. that that causes an incursion because of the events of this movie. Yes. Doctor Strange just fucking jumping around multiverses. He's far, yeah. So by that logic, Wanda's done it too. Yeah, true. But how do we know which Doctor Strange even, like, that, that I'll have a question about that later, but it's fine. Um... Okay, so basically Wanda comes in and fucking wipes the floor with all these people who think they're such badasses. Mm. And it was actually kind of disappointing to me because, like, I wanted them to put up a better Mm. fight. But at the same time, I think this kind of establishes the fact that Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Yeah, that's true. And I don't mean that, like, (laughs) suck it, Thor. I mean that, like... (laughs) Strongest Avenger. (laughs) She's stronger than Captain Marvel. Yeah. Clearly. Yes. She... Literally took out the entire crew of the Illuminati, mm-hmm. who are all like very powerful mm-hmm. beings. So, yes. you know, we know from Endgame she was fucking Thanos up. The only thing that stopped yeah. her was a cannon from the sky hitting her. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say that she is the most powerful <laughs> of them all. Yeah, she she was the most powerful Avenger. Now she's just the most powerful being, basically. So she's not an Avenger anymore, unfortunately. She could be a Dark Avenger. Could be. <laughs> a Darkhold Avenger. Maybe. Um, I just created a new crew. So I it's d- just her. Did you understand the reference of what she did with Reed Richards? Because I didn't understand what she did. It was like I, she unraveled him somehow. It looked like she turned him into like silly string or yeah. like. The whole scene made me feel like he was like one of those uh, inflatable car... Like you waving inflatable arm filling tube men? Yeah, those things. <laughs> things you see at like used car yes. shops. Yeah. yeah. It was so uh, weird. It, it, was it made like, me very uncomfortable. It's like she turned him into like a bunch of silly string or just liquefied him. Or like shredded him? Yeah. And then like popped his head at the end. Ugh. In a very PG-13 manner, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that part was really weird, and I also felt like it was awkward. This happens in all kinds of movies like this, where you've got a group of people standing around, and they have a common goal, but like only one person's doing something at a time. Mm. Somebody else could go around yeah. behind and make some damage. Remember Infinity War, where they were all working together, <laughs> yeah. and they made sure Thanos couldn't do shit, Yeah, there was always somebody fucking with him? Exactly. I don't know, try that. Maybe try that. Maybe try some teamwork. Obviously it worked Aren't when you they, a team? they killed Thanos in their universe. Yeah. So like, he literally got his own sword stabbed through him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you obviously had to work together for that moment. Uh-huh. So, you know, like do it here. Yeah. Yeah. 
I will say, like, I, I think it worked well because of what it did was it showed what a threat she was, and it also used, like, uh, you know, the the killer going after the the camper. That's true. You know, group of kids. Yeah. Um, element of like a horror movie. That's but fair. like it, it, you know, it it showed us how much of a threat she truly is. Like yeah. they had no chance. Yeah. Um. But I will say it did suck that we didn't really see them do more. Yeah. Because I, I didn't get to see Mr. Fantastic do literally anything. Yeah. He like stretched out his arm a little bit and then now he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And like also like you're supposed to be like the smartest guy yeah. in this universe. Yeah. And you just tell her exactly yeah. what his power is. What an idiot. And how she can fucking stop him. Yeah. Oh, you see, he's going to talk and it hurts you. Yeah. His words are like bullets. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I like that um, they at least gave Peggy Carter and um, Captain Marvel a little bit more battle time. Mm-hmm. But I wanted more from all of them. So it was just kind of like a little bit disappointing with yeah. how much, how little we got to see. Of all and it would have been cool to see them kind of work together and do like like team up you know, like you said kind of like yeah. team up like yeah. moves on him yeah or her yes that would have been really cool mm-hmm. um so after she wipes the floor with everyone she eventually goes in and uh xavier tries to stop her the mental route which like she fucking wipes the floor with him too mm-hmm. how many times are we gonna have to see him die oh my god seriously. this is what three now i'm kind of done i don't need to well, see i mean him. he's been done multiple times yeah i know and <laughs> Yeah, it's not even including Picard still going, but like at some point they're probably gonna do it on that too. What are they gonna call it? Dead card. <laughs> I think they'll just end the show. <laughs> Picard dead. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. It sounds a little too close. Um. So meanwhile, fucking Christine is like supposedly trying to. She's trying to free. America. I don't know why I can't remember her fucking name. I can't remember mm-hmm. America. What's wrong with me? Um, trying to free America from <laughs> this glass box. <laughs> and that's when we see her punch. And she, she's got this star shape when mm-hmm. she tries to punch the glass. So that's another clue that she has some sort of... That's the moment I was thinking of. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. She has some sort of potential like subconscious control over it. But like, I don't think she did that knowing it was going to do that. No, no, I no. think she was just like, I got to get she's out of here. Out. So I'm going to start trying to punch this. Yeah. So, like, it's just showing, giving her an example or giving everyone an example of how it's tied to fear. And mm-hmm. so that's what you have to do is you have to, like, figure out how to use your fear or to face your fear. Yeah. Um, and then they have another very specific, uh, like, horror movie thing where they're, like, running from the killer. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of love how they kind of made it feel like she was like a zombie coming after yeah. him. And like she kind of looked like she had the elements. Yeah, she was like limping. She was like barefoot. Wanda zombie. Yes. And I, it was interesting how they did that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I, and then I, that creepy scene in the tunnel. when the I door think they closed. did a great job with this where like it felt like a Marvel movie, but it also felt like a horror movie at times. Yeah. But like, like I think the first time we saw it, because we saw it twice. I think the first time we saw it, I don't feel like I thought of it as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But the second time when I was able to yeah. just kind of like pay more attention to the details, I, I started to like notice the nods and the, yeah. the themes of all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. A little bit more than I did the first time. Yeah. And on the note of, you know, Sam Raimi doing this horror themed movie, mm-hmm. uh, of course we got a 
cameo from Bruce Campbell. Of course. In one of the universes where he, I guess it was 838, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. When they first landed. (laughs) He was the the pizza papa. Pizza papa. He had like pizza meatballs. Pizza pizza balls. I was like, I was like, I I want that. I would like to eat that. (laughs) They're not free. Yeah. (laughs) Which, when she said that like free, food is free in most universes. It's weird. Did she just think that and then realize it wasn't? Or was it imply that it is, but this one it's not? It kind of could go either way, but like it made me wonder if it was supposed to, like maybe it was free in yeah. most of them, or she just was that naive that she would just yeah. grab food and walk away. You think, you think Marvel's just trying to start this whole like renaissance of people being like, we want free food free in this food. world. Free food, we want free pizza balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun little cameo from him. Mm-hmm. And then him punching him the shit out of himself. Yeah. <laughs> For which three I weeks. guess will be like three weeks. Yeah, that yeah. was a nice nod to him beating his himself up in uh, Evil Dead, of course. Yeah. <laughs> when his hand was, he couldn't control his hand. <laughs> yeah. And did, apparently he's been friends with Sam Raimi since high school. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, yeah he was in all the Spider-Man I mean, movies, tracks. cameos. <laughs> there was like, I don't know if it was official, but he was supposedly going to be, those characters in all those cameo roles were supposed to be him as Mysterio going into like the next oh, Spider-Man really? movie. Oh, okay. I don't know if that was true, but that's what I have read yeah so something else that is interesting about um whenever we see wanda doing her thing at mount wendigore apparently in the comics um that was we talked about how it was kathan an old god wrote all of his fucking evil bullshit on there right it later served as a home base for morgan Le Fay and her followers i have no idea who that is morgan Le Fay. she's um like a witch was she the witch in the uh, Thor cartoon yes. episode we yes. watched? Yes, The one where he turns into a frog. And they're like, I have no idea who you are. Yes. Yeah. That one. That's her. So it makes me wonder if the place that she took them is Mount Wendigore. I mean, they, that's what it implies. Yeah, they, she took them to her castle or whatever the fuck it was. So I have to assume that that was Mount Wendigore. Unless they had a different thing in the, in the animated, com- animated yeah, show. Know. Whatever. Right. But yeah, that's that's the one. Um, and then in modern times, in the comics, it was ruled by the high, the high evolutionary, a geneticist, and was the birthplace of Wanda and Pietro Maximoff, where, interestingly, Wanda was imbued with Cthon's energy in that story. So that's the story of how she got her powers in the comics, the, mm. the current times comics. Well, WandaVision, they kind of imply that she had powers before the... Uh... Mindstone? Yeah, before the the Mind Stone testing Mm -hmm. on her. Yeah. So, it's completely possible that those powers are from him still. True, yeah. Or whether or not she's a mutant, we don't know. Like, they haven't established she's a mutant yet, but... True. Obviously, by having Xavier in here, we know mutants exist in other universes, and we know that that they're going to exist at some point in ours, so... I don't know. I guess we'll see if they make her a mutant or if she's just because of him. Yeah. Something else that was really cool. We talked about Zombie Strange. We, um, the the way that that happens is really interesting where Doctor Strange and Christine are in this like falling apart universe and he meets Creepy Strange or Not a Good Guy Strange, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we yeah, called him. Not name. a Good Guy Strange who's got the third eye and he's a dick. Yeah. Um, and then he throws him out the window and he gets stabbed. I, I, I do love, too, that the trailer had him this menacing voice. Mm-hmm. Things just got out of hand. Yeah. Uh, but then in the movie, it's completely different. Oh, yeah. He's just a normal talking, strange, yeah. 
Uh, I really like that they've done that. They found ways that they can just kind of fake stuff for like the people who are trying to like pick at everything. Yeah. And then it's just not even that when you see the movie and you're just completely you're lost. Like, Wait a like, minute, Whoa. that didn't happen. So yeah, throws out like ideas, you know. Yeah. So did uh, creepy, not a good guy, strange imply that he was just murdering a bunch of Doctor Stranges? Yes, and I wasn't sure why. And was he not planning to murder the MCU Doctor Strange? Because he said, I'll make a deal with you. Give me your Christine. Yes. I'll give you the book. So, I I was, I wonder if that's how he caused the incursion that destroyed his universe. Because he was going around dream like dreamwalking and... Maybe. So was he just dreamwalking to other strangers and then just jumping off cliffs and then like exiting right before they hit the ground? I guess. Like, was he killing them with the intent of trying to travel to that universe and then be with that Christine? Probably. But like, or at the did very least, have... to just spend a day True. in the body with a Christine from yeah. that universe. Yeah, which is, and then he's like, "Well, fuck, she's not with any of these doctors." Yeah, strangers, fuck so. this guy. Yeah, that was really weird. Um, so that was like a really shocking death of like when he like falls and is impaled by the fence and then probably one of my favorite scenes is whenever the eye opens and christine Mm. screams (laughs) it's very uh evil dead yeah yeah that was really great and then we get this i I think the only thing this this movie was missing from an evil dead reference was like a tree (laughs) doing inappropriate things yeah it's true it could have been happening. Where was Groot? Was Groot in this? <laughs> um, and so then Doctor Strange, our Doctor Strange, dreamwalks into the corpse of Defender Strange, becoming Zombie Strange, and then he ends up getting to somehow use the zombie, the the souls of the damned. I still mm-hmm. am not really sure how that works, but it was really crazy that he they became wings. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that was kind of like a nice element to like justify why he like it wasn't just like for fun right he had basically it was a part of the story that he couldn't get to that place yes unless he did what he just did yeah i don't think he knew that but like wong was referencing earlier like you can't just get here right through typical magic or whatever right yeah yeah let alone being a completely different in in a completely different universe he also couldn't have gotten there just by mm-hmm. doing a fucking circle thing and then it's the whole you know circle of the plot of like now defender strange's corpse came into play as, as yeah. like being useful being useful not just to throw a random strange in that dies right yeah. it's it, yeah. there was a purpose for it and then we also get another opportunity for Wanda to be like, well, you're a fucking hypocrite because mm. now you're doing it and you just told me I shouldn't do that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love the the dynamic between them and yeah. how it really reflected on them kind of being similar people but mm-hmm. like treated differently. Just having a very different motivation yeah. and being treated differently. Yeah. So it was really cool to see how at the very end after all the like shit went down he made a decision that was different than most people probably were expecting. Because, like, I couldn't think of how else it could have gone. Because everybody's like, it's the only way. It's the only way. And it had happened before. So you think, oh, he's probably just going to have to take her power. And then he finds another way to be, like, the inspiring fucking pep talk to, like, get her to learn how to use her power. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was interesting to see that. I, I think it was completely intended to be, like, comedic 
humor. Yeah. But like him as zombie strange and when he gets fucked up by Wanda. Yeah. And he's, and like, he's got like leaning the stick on his, arm. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like nub of an arm. And he's just like yeah. talking to, to yeah. everybody. And yeah. it's like, it felt very uh, Army of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. Is that the right movie? That's I, the third I one, think right? So, Evil yeah. Dead, Army of the Dead. Yeah. I think that one. Yeah. Yeah. The medieval one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt very like that kind of like uh, yeah. cheesiness. And yeah. I loved it. It was so great. Yeah. It was really fun. Obviously, we end up getting the only way to defeat Wanda ended up being to remind her of her humanity. Well, is that what you, I mean, was that what she did? Yeah. Is that what America did? She she didn't yeah. just, like, scare her into submission? Well, by, she exposed by, her. Well, yeah, but, like, her kids basically thought she was a monster. Well, not hers, but, like, what would be her kids thought she was a monster for right. seeing what she was acting like. Yeah. Um, But, like, that wouldn't stop her from just being like, oh, I always get kids from a different universe now. No, because I think that was the whole thing. It was to expose her to herself. To make to her realize, realize that, that she, she was being, being a monster. monster. Even, she kept referring even to though not being a monster. I'm not a monster. I'm a mother. Well, bitch, <laughs> you can be both. <laughs> and so... She's a monster. Yeah, exactly. It's an easy crossover word. So I think that was... I, I mean, I'm calling it a, an appeal to her humanity, mm. but like basically just making her realize what she was doing. And she couldn't see how horrible she had been. Because I mean, all she was focused on was her children. And that's kind of like the the story we've been getting with all these MCU villains, right? It's mm-hmm. like, they never see themselves as the villain. Yeah. You know, they they justify themselves in what they're doing yeah. for the greater good. Yeah. I mean, that's what Thanos was doing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think it, it was a nice way of using her arc to kind of show us how she's a victim, but also a villain. Yeah. Through the victimizing experiences she's had. Yeah. And it's, it's like an emotional toll that it's taken on her that, that caused her to go fucking straight monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Momster. Momster. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then she chooses to tear down Mount Wondegore, which mm-hmm. I have questions about that. Like, she obviously destroys it, but then what happens to her? Did she destroy herself? Can she I, destroy herself? I don't think she's dead. I think they want us to think she's dead. But, like, didn't she, didn't Elizabeth Olsen just, like, sign, like, a, an extension Oh, I don't remember. Contract. So, like, I, we're going to see her again. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be tied to the White Vision character mm. that we saw at the end of WandaVision. But, like, we're going to see her again. Yeah. At I, the very least for mutant stuff, right? It's got to be. If, I mean, they've kind of touched upon House of M with the WandaVision and this stuff. But, yeah. like, it wouldn't be shocking if they found a way to play it into that No More Mutants line for the fans. Somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's completely gone. Because okay. I, I, I guess I think we, we have her officially on for more properties. But I don't know if they know what they're doing with her yet. I just think they just know they have the ability to yeah. do something with her. Yeah. Okay. So another question I have for like. But also like, what kind of makes it confusing is she supposedly destroys all of the dark holes in all the universe. Yes. I feel like that could be considered a plot hole because. It's presumably it was done after she collapsed the whole mm-hmm. Wonder yeah. place. So she couldn't have been dead if she's doing that. Also, how does she do that if she's not using the Darkhold to sleepwalk or <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to, to, to dreamwalk? To, to dreamwalk. 
The only thing into I, these other universes. How I, can she do that to all of these different universes? I have to assume there's something in the creepy magic of the dark hold that she can do to destroy the other copies of it. Because when she opens the book, there's like a bunch of like red balls around and she can like see different yeah, universes. But it gets to me that tells me that like then there should have been a way that she could have just like brought the kids over. Yeah. From whatever universe she wanted. I mean, she could have, but then that Wanda would have become the Scarlet Witch to come get her kids. <laughs> it's just like a... It's a never-ending cycle. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 22. Yeah. Time paradox. Yeah. Different okay. universes. So I have another question for as far as like going forward in the MCU... Um, or like kind of what happened at the end at, at the very end we see dr strange uh, steven strange he's not even dressed up but yeah he's not a doctor at this he's point. not a doctor at that point <laughs> he lost his license um he went malpractice he, he comes out of his apartment or whatever the fuck it is the sanctum and then he's walking down the street and then in the middle of the street he goes fucking gets into serious pain and then suddenly he has of course a fucking, in the crosswalk yeah in the crosswalk in the middle of the street yeah and then he has suddenly he's got the third eye so what do we think that... Which he's, he specifically told Wong at the end that he he's was doing, feeling fine. He was feeling fine. No problem. There was no concern about the uh, corruption of the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. Apparently so, not. Do, so are we? do we think that the third eye is a side effect of using the Darkhold? That's what I am interpreting it. Okay. Um, I'm not really fully familiar with Doctor Strange in the comics, but I, I have kind of looked into it a little bit. It does seem like he has this third eye mm-hmm. in the comics, but it's more of a... Eye of Agamotto. Yeah. That he uses as like a, a third perspective site than okay. it is a curse or some kind of Right, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say is like thing on him. It's basically what I'm interpreting it as. At first I thought it was related to the Dark Hold, but then you see in the end credit or the mid credit scene, and then you also see he doesn't have dark tipped fingers, he doesn't seem to be suffering in any way. Mm-hmm. So my theory has shifted to the fact that it's just a representation of a higher level of power that he's reached. Okay, so it's, it's like unlocked a uh, further ability to to like use more magic. Yeah, because the I, third eye situation with with like spirituality is I mean, like is, a, is it the implication is only Doctor Strange would get this third eye because of his connection to the eye of Agamotto amulet? Potentially, yeah. Because, because Wanda theoretically would also have gotten it at some point. Right, but she wasn't using the quote-unquote mystic arts. She was using witchcraft because they're slightly different. So maybe okay, that's why. I guess you're right. So, I guess theoretically Wong could get the third eye. So I think that you're right. It has a tie to Well, if it. he's ever used the Darkhold, which he hasn't. But I don't think it's related to the Darkhold. Okay. I think learning using the Darkhold has like kind of expanded his horizons as far as magic goes potentially mm-hmm. or yeah. um and they kind of sorcery. teased the third eye thing in the first movie where the ancient one says uh see with your third eye or whatever yes see with your other eye or something i don't know yeah something, like, something that. like that so in the comics it's a manifestation of the eye of agamotto and in this in the prime mcu the eye of agamotto was crushed and was the time stone so well, no, the timestone was just inside, right? Them. But the stone, the eye was at least I always understood was the actual stone, not the necklace that it's encased. Uh, I always took it as the amulet that okay. held the stone. I, thought, I assume I the was just stone so was... powerful it could hold the time stone's power. Oh, I assume and protect it from okay, that, others that... getting to it. That does make sense then, because uh, I think I interpreted that the stone was the eye of Agamotto, and then it was just a shape. I know of that an there eye. was. I don't remember which stone it was. I know there was a scene where like Thanos like crushed something, and then the stone was with inside it. Was that yeah. was that the time one? I think so. Okay, 
But it was still, it was, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever it is. I, I mean, the way I interpret this whole I thing was it was some kind of a corruption from the dark hold on i guess at the very least dr strange maybe it happens to everybody but it's different for everybody mm-hmm. um but like you said he didn't have the black fingertips yeah but all the other strangers who have dealt with the dark hold did mm-hmm. wanda does uh the fuck's Ag- her name agatha. A- agatha she had the black fingers so like yeah. it's obviously a very common thing for anybody yeah. who uses the dark hold right um so i guess he didn't use it enough to get to that point with the fingers but like i don't know i took it like that was like something tied to the dark hold yeah and like my thought was what if they find a way at some point in his further story of removing that third eye and putting it into the amulet as the eye of i guess <laughs> strange i don't eye of strange although i guess if it's not his eye if it's agamotto's eye to begin with yeah then it would still be that eye but then True. that's the way you know like Thor got his hammer back. Right, you know, yeah. It's like that kind of a thing. That's true. That's true. He got his amulet power back. Yeah. You know, through that concept. I don't know. But it could just be he just now has a third eye upon Will. I don't yeah. know. It's really weird. They seem very casual about his eye. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it's, it's so casual at the end that I'm like, this can't be a bad thing. So, I don't know. I mean, it looks bad. Yeah, no, it looks bad. Oh, by that, I mean, like, it's gross. It looks terrible. It's going to be that. It, it didn't look good. Like, gross. Like, CGI was a little iffy on it. Yeah. But, like, that's all because, like, we're seeing some of the How are you going to make it look good? It's yeah. not possible because it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, my next question for moving forward. Do you think we'll see any of the cameo characters again in other, either as them, obviously not as themselves because they died, but <laughs> as another variant of that character as the same actor or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we will probably not see Xavier Fair. back at, with Patrick Stewart. I mm-hmm. think this was his rodeo goodbye. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he already said that Logan was his last, right? Yeah. And they convinced him to do this. So I don't think they're going to get him to do another like full movie. Yeah, they're I, probably I like, how many zeros dead. do you need? <laughs> like, I think that this was just like to put a bow tie on mm-hmm. that the X-Men universe is is an alternate universe of the MCU. Yes. I think what they were doing with Black Bolt, in my opinion, mm-hmm. was testing the waters with that character to mm-hmm. see how people reacted to seeing that actor in that role in a more, I don't know, like MCU form. You know, <laughs> yeah. a more polished version of that character rather than what they got in that show, right? Okay. For... Uh, I still want to check that show out. I never watched it. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. It's only like, I think it's just like 10 episodes. It looks really bad. So, but I mean, I'm I'm definitely curious to see it. I'll rewatch it with you if you want. Okay. Sounds good. So I think they were trying to test in the waters with that character. Because like, they obviously would try to do Inhumans. They have Miss Marvel coming up Mm -hmm. on Disney Plus. They haven't technically called her a... Inhuman, like her origin is, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like they're implying that she could still be an inhuman through yeah. the Kree tech rather than through like the Terrigen, mm-hmm. like chemical, right. whatever reaction. Yeah. But in this, like, because they kind of established that he was of Kree, like science or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The inhumans were. I feel like there was a line in there about. Yeah, it and was from being from the Kree's the Kree with, experimentation on yeah. humans. Yeah, maybe they're just testing the waters to see how people react to the Inhumans again, and and see if they can 
kind of work in, rework them in. Because remember, yeah. there was supposed to be a movie mm-hmm. back in like phase two or three. Yeah. Then it turned into a TV show. Yeah. And then that turned into people hated it. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of steered away from Inhumans. Yeah. So what about um, Reed Richards, John Krasinski? Do you think what do you what do you what's your I would prediction? Like, I would like to see him. I don't. I don't know. I again, I kind of wonder if for him at the very least, if it's to see how it's received received by everybody and yeah. how much people want it, and yeah, I guess how much Marvel wants to pay him to yeah to do it now that he has had that role mm-hmm. for a cameo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah. When we get the castings for that movie. I really want to see um, more live action Captain Carter. I don't know. That was fucking badass. Yeah. And I think that these were all like, you know, like, what have they been doing? They've been like basically spinning everything off into like mm-hmm. smaller things, right? Yeah. Echo from Hawkeye's getting her own show. Yeah. I think they should Disney totally Plus. do a Disney Plus Captain Carter show. And maybe they will. Like, maybe this is just the start of it. And, like, Mm -hmm. just kind of introducing these characters. Yeah. Like, I would be completely content if we got literally the 838 universe Illuminati. Mm -hmm. And there was a show just about them before this doing their thing. You know, whatever small story arc that they have. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty fun. That would be fun. Okay. How about that mid-credits scene? It was kind of wild and out out uh, out of the blue, I think. Um, it was reveal the reveal of Charlize Theron playing Clea, who I was did not know this character at all. I just was like, Charlize yeah, Theron's was, in the MCU? This is a moment where I was unfamiliar with the character <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't well. know who the fuck that is, but I didn't know Charlize Theron was going to be in it. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that was like... Yeah. I don't think that was on anybody's radar. Yeah. In fact, I think when I saw her, I was like, isn't she already a character? <laughs> <laughs> she was um, Aeon Flux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was just, like, mixing her up with uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay. But, like, yeah. I mean, obviously I knew that wasn't her. Yeah. But... You uh, know, so there wasn't, like, an article that was, like... And this also explains why she wasn't Athena... She wasn't Athena in Eternals. And I was like, Was she supposed to be? I don't know. But I was like, wait, what? Is there a whole conspiracy I'm unaware of? But I couldn't find an answer. I was like, Marvel refuses to hire her for (laughs) Athena. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, the character Clea in the comics is Doctor Strange's long love interest. They even get married for a while. Um, she is Dormammu's niece, which I find, uh, Through blood or just, like, is it, like, uh, Gamora and Thanos type situation? No, like, literally through blood. Okay. She is a type of being, she's, like, an energy being. She's not technically human, but she, like, displays as human, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, uh... (laughs) And she is eventually, or at t- at times in the comic, she's the, the sorceress supreme of the dark dimension. Okay. So she's basically the Doctor Strange of where she's from. And she is the heir to the throne of the dark dimension, by the way. Her dad is the ruler of the dark dimension. So yeah, she shows up and she's like, you fucked up, you created an incursion, you gotta come help me. Unless you're, what did she say? Unless you're scared or something no, like Unless that. you're something. Something like that. And he's like... No, and he opens his third eye, and he's like, "Not at all." <laughs> it's like very like I don't know. It gave me like they should have like played like a third eye blind song in yeah. that moment, just to kind of like really seal the deal. I feel like it was like the equivalent of like taking off your or put putting on your sunglasses or whatever. Like 
I wanted The Who to, like, start playing in the background, and it was, like, David Caruso, like, I guess you could say. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like it was a very... So, when I have my terrible yes. puns. Yeah. It just felt like a very, like, 90s TV show moment, where he, like, opens the third eye, and he's like, meh, I'm not, like, I'm ready, you know? Yeah. It was not, I'm not against it, but it was just, like, kind of funny. And it's like, did they, is this their first time meeting? It kind of seems like it's their first yeah. time meeting. Yeah, he didn't know who she was. Yeah, but like, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go with a stranger that I don't know who they are. Because he's just all about adventures now. Yeah, I guess. But like, then she slices Plus, open he reality. fucked it up himself, so he kind of feels he has to probably. That's true. Or according to her, he did. So Yeah, but he's like, he doesn't know if she's evil or not. You're right, he doesn't. That's very ballsy to well, not be he's concerned. Also, very, a very egotistical person Fair who enough. thinks he's the best or has to be the best at everything. Yeah. Always holding the knife. I mean, that was kind of. I mean, that was the whole start like, arc for him, right? It was yes. like he couldn't trust others to be capable of fixing things, so he had to do it himself. He thought yeah. he was the only one who could do it. Yeah. And the whole letting America Chavez do it was like his way of letting go of that. Yeah. And like it was kind of like a repeat arc of him in No Way Home where he realized that Peter was fixing these mm-hmm. villains and and solving their problems and not having to kill them. But yeah. of course he forgets who Peter is. So <laughs> I guess that's why he had to redo this whole arc. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He forgot the whole lesson. <laughs> Um, so Clea can obviously like slice through reality. She like s- slices open yeah. a, like a big old wound in the, in the sky. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you could say she is dissecting this fiction. <laughs> I guess you could. <laughs> um, which since she's like the heir to the dark dimension throne and she's like a supreme sorceress, whatever... I guess that's her ability to go. So Miles, I'm also like a little bit confused on like how do you how where are dimensions in relation to universes? Yeah, we've had this conversation <laughs> after Shang Chi. Like, I don't know. I feel like dimensions can be within universes. It's kind of like the time. Yeah. Fucking lines can be within a, a universe, and it, it's a whole. So thing. each I, universe can have different dimensions and different timelines. Yeah, because technically inside of Taco the, the Shang Chi. Yeah. Whatever that dimension was is yes. within the universe timeline that they're in. Yes. It's just hidden from society. Yes. It's very confusing. Um, so I don't know. I, I have questions about how an incursion was caused in a dimension versus a universe. So, But we'll obviously find out at some point. Um, I'm I mean, curious. that was clearly where Dur- Dormammu was, yeah. right? In the yeah. first movie. That's where he was so and locked into. So that's what I wonder is if... The incursion was caused because of the whole Dormammu event? Or is that just like a coincidence yeah. to... Or if it's something to do with the events of this movie, I don't know. But I'm very curious to see where it goes. Mm. I think that pretty much covers almost everything that happened, so... Yeah, well, I mean, talking about dissecting this fiction, let's get to our final report. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's talk about the anus, where the web comes from. <laughs> For me... If you're Spider-Man, of course. Yeah, if you're Spider-Man only. Uh, for me, the anus was the third eye. Um, not that it existed, yeah. but how it looked. It and, literally looked like an anus. <laughs> and for anybody who's unfamiliar with our, our final report, the anus is what was really shitty or we just hated. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess you could say it's our amber of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
It is. Yeah, I just don't like how it looked. I, obviously, I don't know of a so third it was, eye. So it's purely cosmetic. cosmetic. You don't like? Yeah. The idea is fine. The idea is fine. We don't know where this is going. Is it going to be permanent? We don't really know. Yeah. But um, I am kind of wondering if all of this is leading up to uh, kind of implying that he's going to die. Like yeah. he's going to have a Tony Stark arc of sacrificing himself for everybody else after always going through this whole like, well, they got to make the sacrifice for the greater... Yeah. Good, whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens. I kind of feel like they might be like, going in that direction with him and his like arc of of realizing that he's always the same in all of his universes and, mm-hmm. he's, tr- and he's trying to change that. Yeah. So if they keep the third eye, I hope they find a way to make it look less gross. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's the anus for you? Uh, very simple for me. It's that stupid fucking ice cream song oh, during the God. middle of this movie where... Yeah. Tommy and Billy sing some weird fucking song about wanting ice cream so that they'll be good. Yeah. Uh, very manipulative bullshit. I would have... <laughs> manipulative. You know, if I was her, and this was, of course, was our MCU Wanda who's seeing this fucking stupid, pathetic act. Yeah. Um, and she's all about it. For some I would have been like, oh, okay, I guess this movie's over. I've changed my fucking mind. <laughs> I'm going to go find two you new You can ones. keep these pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, I hated that moment. I thought it was just yeah, it was the really dumbest weird. thing. It was so awkward, out of place. It just did not feel like it fit the movie. I don't know what we thought of it, why they thought of can... it. It was just stupid. If anything, I think the actors that played Tommy and Billy were worse in this than they were in WandaVision. <laughs> and maybe it's because of that because song. Because of that song, I think. The rest of it was pretty on par, I think. Yeah. Okay, how about the appendix? This is what we would find unnecessary or perhaps a missed opportunity. Um, For me, I would say a missed opportunity was to have some kind of resolution to America's mom's disappearance. Um, I don't know that it was, I mean, obviously it wasn't necessary for the story, but I'm still here wondering what the fuck happened to Mm -hmm. them, so I would like to know. (laughs) I kind of feel like it's just left like that so that they can kind of, go into that direction later on with the character a little bit deeper. It makes sense. they do something with her on her own property. Yeah, now that she has... Movie, show, whatever. Relative control of her powers, it makes sense that she would be able to... I imagine she's going to try to find them. You know, we make like a Quantum Leap show for America Chavez on Disney+. Plus. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To me, I think it was... A missed opportunity was... uh, I would have liked to see more of the Illuminati in this movie do a little bit more. You know, like you kind of referenced, like have them work together. Mm-hmm. See some more fun moments of them wisely using their powers together and kind of seeing how they work off of each other and, and like why they are so successful in this universe of who they are. Yeah. You know, obviously they just gave us like those those teases of Mr. Fantastic and yeah. all that stuff because it's coming to the future, but... I would have liked to see a little bit more. Like yeah. maybe when Captain Carter threw her shield or something and, and wanted to flex it or something. Uh, maybe Mr. Fantastic could have like stretched out, caught it with his fucking arm and then like uh, slingshot it back. Yeah. You know, something cool like that. Yeah. Something before he got shredded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the muscle. What were the strong and weak points? Um, For me, I would say the strong point were the fun tie-ins to other properties, especially like the Illuminati. We got to see a bunch of 
manifestations of characters from other areas such as from the what if or from mm-hmm. like little ties in with the 90s cartoon and for the comics and, and whatnot and and then like the literal fan casting of john krasinski as reed richards i think mm-hmm. those were really cool um the weakness in my opinion is that they all died i obviously know that they couldn't have all lived but i feel like they could have had some of them be defeated. Well, I guess Mordo technically survived, as far as we know. Um, maybe, yeah, that's true. Because he's just, like, in the other room stuck with, like, a handcuff on. Yeah. Well, but he's not exciting. He's not He's not the Illuminati. I mean, he's technically in the Illuminati, mm. Illuminati but he's not one of the exciting yeah. ones. Yeah. And I feel like it was... I know that they were trying to show how powerful Wanda is, or the Scarlet Witch is, depending on how you're looking at it. But I don't think that they all should have died they should have had some of them be defeated but not completely dead in my opinion i think, I think that the idea been is to show how ruthless she is i know wanting what she wants um do you think we'll get a, a spin-off disney plus show about mordo getting out of that gap <laughs> in the ground i hope they at least do like a short <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the ending credit of this instead <laughs> of getting uh Instead of getting uh, Pizza Bruce Papa. Campbell stopping <laughs> punching himself yeah. for three weeks. It could have been Mordo. It could have been Mordo. Getting his way just out. Just trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been a lot better. Yeah. For me, I think that uh, some strengths for this one was uh, I felt like it had real consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously we're not going to see those consequences necessarily until later. Like we saw like the ones where people died but Mm -hmm. like you know obviously dr strange coming to this 838 was a direct consequence to these people dying yeah the illuminati in this world and all that stuff but um you know what does this mean for wanda what does it mean for the future of her character because we don't know if she's dead or alive but i assume she's alive if she's extended her contract so what does it mean for 838 wanda (laughs) Who just committed all of these atrocities <laughs> under the control yeah, of a different Wanda. That's true. That's true. It's pretty fucked up. Another strength, I think, was uh, the way that they use colors to kind of foreshadow stuff in this. I don't. It was like a very throwaway thing, but like I feel like it worked really well. Like uh, in their universe, eight three eight, red was go and green was stop, uh-huh. and I thought they really played well with that because. Um, the Illuminati, when they did go to confront Wanda, she's red, right? Yeah. So, like, it's kind of like the symbolism of uh, they went to fight her. Yeah. Uh, whereas in our world, red would mean, like, caution, stop, you don't yeah. want to fuck with this. Yeah. Uh, and it obviously did not work out in their favor. So I thought that was a kind of a fun ploy on colors. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I didn't even notice that. Um, a weak part, I think, was... Um, that we didn't really get a whole lot of universes outside of 838 and 616. Like, we did get a couple, but, like, the one with not that nice of a guy, Strange, or whatever, that was, like, <laughs> basically just at the uh, Sanctum, right? Right, yeah. And, like, it, there was nobody else there but him. And yeah. I felt, you know, we talked about, I think, with the trailer talk was, I would have loved to see a moment with, like, a T-Rex uh, in the Savage Land. Like, yes. that whole universe shifting thing like maybe they got stuck there for a second and then yeah um and then she maybe the t-rex like right when it goes to chomp down she freaks out and then teleports them again like you know cuts its head off because the the portal opened i don't know 
something cool and quick like that would have been fun. Yeah. Instead of just seeing in the background a T-Rex fighting a Triceratops. Right. Which they wouldn't be doing because they weren't in the same uh, era. Okay. By the way, did you see something? I saw something recently that said uh, that it's like something about name your, the biggest conspiracy theory that you believe in. And it was like the little tiny arms on a T-Rex are backwards. They should be flipped 180 degrees backwards and then they're like wings like an ostrich. If you, so they think they had wings? Yeah, they think they they were not useful for flying, but they were for more like mating displays. Like that's what ostriches use them for and shit. It would make more sense than having these tiny little useless arms, in theory. So it's like those were the fingers they were the that way. are on like bird wings. Yeah, yeah. As I was, my mind was blown. I was like, holy shit! I kind of well, I mean, Marvel that needs now to too. get on top of this. Get yeah. it before somebody else does. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. But I meant to tell you about that earlier, and you reminded me. <laughs> I'm glad I did that for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the heart. What we loved the most or really enjoyed. Um, for me, the thing I enjoyed the most was seeing Doctor Strange learn the lesson that he doesn't always have to be the one holding the knife and learn how to be helpful without doing it for someone. I thought that was really cool because he's kind of this character that is always like, I'm the one that's going to fix it and I'm the only one that can do it. And so it was, it was nice to see him growing mm-hmm. as a person. For me, it was just straight up Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. Yeah. Um, she's just an incredible actress. I think she fucking nailed this whole yeah. character. Yeah. I think the arc they've given her since her introduction where it was like a very obscure mm-hmm. Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. not very, you know, like reflective of the character that we know from comics. I think they've done great with this character to kind of rebuild her in the MCU. And I think she's just done wonders. I know that she was the villain, but God, did I feel for her. Yeah. And did I, I'd lie if I said I didn't want her to win to an extent. You yeah. Know? Yeah. She is pretty fucking compelling. I at least understand why she's doing what she's doing, whether it's justified or not. It mm-hmm. at least is understood. Yeah. That makes total sense. I think she was like the strongest part of this film yeah she definitely blew everybody away not to say that everyone else sucked it's just but she's like she, a standout yeah she's yeah. just so good at that like raw emotion mm-hmm. yeah i agree okay last thing the brain so this is going to be the really clever smart things or dumb things and or dumb things for me the really smart thing was john krasinski as reed richards it was genius <laughs> pun intended um for them to do that because now they can say okay we did it and they don't have to go forward if they can't or don't want to they can feed the fans and then they can move on and get somebody cheaper (laughs) if they choose to go that direction yeah it'll just be a question of what their yeah what's their their scope for the fantastic four are they going to be like an origin thing are they going to be they've already existed yeah you know there's talks that they could be like during the time of hank pym when he was around as ant-man and you know, whatever happened with them and then mm-hmm. they come back somehow. And Yeah. I also feel like there was, I don't know, I was so, so surprised by seeing him. I was not expecting it, even a little bit. I was telling you this story how I saw something a few days before the movie came out on the internet that I didn't click on because I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a thing that was the boss logic art of him as Reed Richards. And it was something, some story that was like, didn't seem related in any way. Mm-hmm. 
but it probably was now that I've seen the movie. I'm like, oh, somebody was ob- obviously was a dickhead and they were spoiling it. Yeah. But I had, oh, it was so far out of my mind. I was like, that's not related, but I'm not going to read that. Like, it's not, nope, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had basically seen it, I got spoiled for me, but I didn't know for sure. Oh, okay. Kind of same situation. I was on YouTube, and I think it was like in the the recommendation bullshit was like a video that had like a screenshot from the movie of the Illuminati and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't know if it was like like a clickbait thing of like someone like photoshopping yeah. him there because yeah. of the rumors and all that stuff or whatever. So like I quickly turned it off and just like yeah. So. I potentially knew that it was going to be him, but I wasn't like it wasn't confirmed. But okay. I was hoping, I guess, in that sense, that it was just people jumping on the rumor of it. Yeah. But like it was him, and I still felt that like excitement when yeah. we saw him. Yeah. Uh, the first time I think people got really excited in yeah. the theater. Yeah. The there second like, time I feel like there was crickets. Yeah, no one cared. But to be fair, like, who is he? Is is he? Is he Laffy Taffy Man? <laughs> is he Laffy Taffy Man? Is that Gumby? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like um, in the the second time we saw it, it was like a bunch of people who clearly don't give a shit about Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't know why they were there. So <laughs> at all, it was like all of the parents taking their one child who likes Marvel movies. Maybe I'm not sure, but it was really weird. I will say, though, on our experience, I feel like it's getting better lately of not dealing with shit people. Who, yeah, knock on wood now. Yeah, sorry. I fucked go. that for us. So. Is that wood? I hope there's wood inside of it. Yeah, I don't, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. Okay. Um, okay, and then the dumb thing for me is I'm going to come back to it. I still think they should have known to use runes. Maybe there's some explanation as to why they couldn't, but I feel like they should have brought it up. Like, I feel like it seems like they should be able to use them. And it seems like Wong should have known about using the runes. So that was weird. But whatever. I guess if, it, is again, if it ties back to only a witch can do that stuff. Yeah. Do they know a witch? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously they can't use her. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. They get Agatha. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking that. Like, what if that's like a... That could have been like a, like a nice teaser thing too. Like, they break her out of her mm-hmm. whatever her, like mind living prison in her or mind prison thing yeah uh and maybe that would be like that's how she now exists in the mcu again without uh i don't know yeah if they want to use her further which they should because yeah. she was great yeah um for me i think that the the clever stuff that they did was the, the way that they use cameos to either introduce or tease characters Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen, Mm -hmm. but also to, like, fix characters we have seen that we didn't really get that thrill of seeing. You know, Mm -hmm. like I said, Black Bolt, they basically gave him a second chance in this, and I thought they did really well with that. Um, Also, did you realize this? That actor, Mm -hmm. he's the same guy that plays uh, Pike... Is it in Star Trek? In the... Oh, shit. The show we... The... the What are the fuck? The one on... Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Discovery. Yes. Yeah. He's the one that plays that... that. He's also... Is it Pike? That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He, the, that's the actor. He doesn't even look the same. No. But that's him. And he's got... They did a spinoff show for him, too. Like, that. those characters are now on their own show, I guess. Oh, yeah. Strange New World. Something like that, yeah. He was also in the other, the original. Inhuman show? Yeah, that was him. You're right. No. (laughs) 
Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, was he? Well, yeah, he was okay. in like the one that I used to watch, the old, old one. Oh, okay. News to me. <laughs> and I that's when I recognized then. him on Discovery. So I was like, that's the fucking guy that was in the old show. How is he? But he's not the same character? He is. Oh. Yeah, yeah he was Christopher Pike in the old show. Oh, okay. News yeah. to me. Yeah, he's. Okay. I mean, he must be immortal. I'm not really sure <laughs> how that's happening. Okay. He looks incredible for, I don't know what his age is, but... I'd say he's like late 40s, early 50s. That's crazy. Just to make myself feel better about how I look, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but I, I just, I really loved how they were did that. You know, even like the, the littlest thing for like Ultron. You know, Ultron was a huge letdown as far as that character went in, in that Avengers movie. And like, I love that they gave us Ultron yeah. in this, you know, like a dystopia failed. world of it worked out and like Mm -hmm. a a very comic accurate visual of Mm -hmm. this character yeah um i think the thing that kind of bothered me was uh within the illuminati professor x just randomly flips his like whole like oh i trust dr strange now let's Mm -hmm. let him go and do what he's gonna do right after their whole thing is oh we police and dr strangers are evil and they always fuck up things and we can't let you do this, and you're the biggest threat over Wanda. But then he's like, oh, you know what? Let him go. Yeah. Like, I don't do know if it was just because, like, everyone's dying, but, like, did he know that? Is it Was he... I have to assume he... Using that's, his that was, mind to, like, know they were all getting killed? That was my thought, is I feel like in his mind, he could sense that everybody else is getting torn to shreds, and he was like, well, maybe you are our only hope against this person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it was really weird and random. I agree. Yeah. And he kind of felt like he went out there knowing he was going to die. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I really enjoyed this. I think um, if we're rating it, which we probably should be because that's yeah. really the point of this episode. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say this was a large slice. Really? Not a dissected for me. Okay. I think that there could have been a lot better moments, but I did really enjoy this and I think that they did... A really good job. I don't think that it sucked like a lot of people are talking like yeah. it was a terrible movie. I loved it. I know it was a smaller scope. It wasn't this big across the universes thing. But like, yeah. I mean it was. But it was very small scope as far as the story. It was just to protect this girl. That's really all it was yeah. about. Mm-hmm. It was nothing like Doctor Strange fucked something up and he's trying to fix it. It's yeah. just, I'm just trying to help some stranger who needs help. Mm-hmm. Which was really weird to me that it was completely separate from the whole, like, fucking spell situation. Mm-hmm. That and that's thought. kind of part of their misdirect, I'm sure. That yeah. They want you to, to feel that. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a dissected from me. I really liked it. Um, there were a little, some moments that I could have, that could have been better. But overall, I had a hard time thinking of bad stuff. As you could tell by the fact that I said the eye, the third eye was the anus. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if that's where the eye showed up? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to. They just show Doctor Strange, pulls pants down, <laughs> goes sit on a toilet, and and then all of a sudden you see an eye open. Yeah. Look around. Ew. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you see a turd reflected in its eyeball. No. Already in the toilet. We can stop. <laughs> We can stop without talking about that. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Doctor Strange? I'm curious. In the, in the multiverse of madness. The only thing I wonder is if this is going to tie into Thor at all. And I kind of feel like it won't. Based on what we're, where you know, we left I, it. It does feel... I think what Marvel's doing is right now... I think they are setting up a bigger scope. But I think what they're really trying to do right now... 
is just kind of give people kind of team up movies as far as like a couple characters and just yeah. giving them like a little road trip story. Yeah. Rather than assembling an entire like roster of, of heroes. Yeah. And I think that those little moments are kind of what they're they're gonna work with for now. Yeah. You know, we've gotten it with all of these so far. You know, Thor's obviously gonna have Guardians in there for a little bit. So yes. I don't know if it's gonna tie to anything multiverse related, but I think it will have some ultimate purpose for the later stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's just to introduce female Thor. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's Maybe. all it's meant to do is just kind of like hand over the hammer. Yeah. To to that character. Yeah. And he's kind of going to go retire. Yeah. Like they kind of allude to in the uh, mm-hmm. the trailer. But, you know, they like to lie in their trailers now. Yeah. Based on the last several trailers, I feel like a lot of things in that movie could be tap- happening in different, in a different sequence than the trailer says. Mm. So, I'm okay. going to be keeping an eye out for that. Okay. Anyway, regarding Doctor Strange, I don't think I have anything else to say, but I'm really interested to see where the whole adventure with Clea goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to see Charlize Theron in the MCU. Yeah, another great actress mm-hmm. joining the ranks of the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. I assume it'll be a Doctor Strange 3 thing. Yeah, I would imagine. Who knows how far off that would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least a few years. Yeah. I mean. I'm sure. Probably not till the next phase even, I would imagine. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for our anatomy of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating uh, or and a review on whatever your podcast service is. Check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTF Pod or Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction. Come back next week for our regular episode. <laughs> That's it for our anatomy episode of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye. <laughs>